If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So apparently there's no news at all today because the only thing I'm seeing is like clips from yesterday's show. And they're like, Tim Pool this, Tim Pool that. And it's just like, oh, geez. No, it was just, saying Seamus and Ian this and Seamus and Ian that. That's right. They thought we were way no Seamus, on the show. We were so No Seamus, we... This lamest is this what they is lamest. Saying. That's yeah, right. That's that, that, that's a, that, was a, that was a good one, Seamus. Right. Thanks, buddy. So uh, we, 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 we do have news, though. Right. Um, the big story right now that everyone's talking about this week is the, the Jordan Neely uh, story. This is the homeless guy who was attacking people. There's new new evidence has come out uh, of his past behaviors. Um, and uh, once again, the left is doubling down on the uh, a grand jury should indict the man who was defending himself and others from this uh, violent individual. So we'll definitely talk about that. And there was a funnier story that I thought maybe we should lead with. Donald Trump's rape trial deposition has been released in, to a certain extent. And there's a clip where he roasts the opposition lawyer saying like, what, he says something like, you, you wouldn't be good enough for me, quite frankly. And it's just, it's really funny that he's being deposed and he tells the, the female lawyer that she's not good enough to, for him to like want to sleep with. I just think that's kind of funny. So it's Friday. We're chilling. We're going to talk about what's going on with this, uh, the politics stuff. I think some of the, uh, there, there is going to be some conversation about what the, the whole thing last night. Because uh, we've been talking about it all day, and basically everybody else is. Before we get started, my friends, today's episode of Tim Castell is brought to you by Cast Brew Coffee. Take a look at this beautiful bag. Go to castbrew.com and pick up your coffee today. I got to tell you, normally a dark roast guy, and uh, we have Appalachian Nights, a robust dark blend. It's pretty. It's it's up there. It's pretty dark. But I started drinking the light roast Rise with Roberto Junior. It's very bright and uh, and nutty, and I'm I'm a big fan now. This is uh, this is what I'm into. With every purchase of Rise with Roberto Jr., you will get a picture of Roberto Jr. right there on the back. And I know that you all will love and cherish that picture of our rooster, Roberto Jr. So support the show. Go to castbrew.com. Pick up your coffee to support the show. We're sponsoring ourselves. And this is going to be the coffee brand for our new uh, line of cafes. We got these really awesome bags, and I'm really excited for it. So thank you for your support. And become a member at timcast.com by clicking join us and uh, hang out in our Discord server with like-minded individuals. Monday through Thursday, you can even call in to our uncensored members-only show. And we will be having very soon, uh, maybe within the next week, the launch of our new documentaries channel. Because joining us today to talk about this and so much more is Lauren Southern. Happy want, to be here. And you uh, just completed a documentary yes, uh, for us. Tim Cast original, Infringed. Uh, great timing with Biden repeatedly tweeting about how we need to ban assault rifles because we've been going all across the states from Baltimore to Texas to unfortunately Berkeley, uh, interviewing people, night crawling and figuring out what's been going on with the gun control stuff here. And it's a pretty epic documentary, an hour and 40 minutes of yeah. deep dive and on the ground footage. And John Dutois. Yes. Thanks you wanna, for having me. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Well, I'm John Dutois. I, uh, I'm a filmmaker and, uh, you know, I uh, make music as well. Uh, you know, I, I'm just, some, you know, I, I like doing art and, uh, yeah. Right on. And filmmaking. So that. you guys, uh, uh, Lauren and uh, John, have produced Infringed, 
We do have another documentary. So in the next two weeks, we should have two full length documentaries come out. The second is by Ben Stewart and Harrison Schultz, and it's about the Federal Reserve and banking. And I just feel like we got really lucky with this because the gun control thing is is is, is happening now. And we we, t- we talked about doing this. We pitched this uh, like six, seven months ago. And the same thing with the Federal Reserve documentary. And now the banks are all collapsing. So it's just like, wow, we, we, we really saw the future here. And having this come out in the next couple of weeks will be really great. So that'll be at TimCast.com. We're going to be putting clips up on YouTube.com slash TimCast. And then the full length for members only on TimCast.com. So there will be powerful select moments from the documentaries released. And then, you know, we're hoping that this can be something sustainable and we can keep making more documentaries, but we're already getting ready for the next set. So thank you guys for hanging out. Smash the like button. We almost got, we, we also got, <laughs> almost we, got, we almost, almost got, Seamus. got Seamus, but we I was like, him. I He's don't think here. I could do tonight's show. No, <laughs> Tim, Tim wasn't offering enough in the way of whiskey. Whoa. Seamus w- has three, four bottles of booze in front of him. That's and true. And I, and I drank all of them. That's why they're empty. It's not like former guests have been mixing it all back. together. Tim, I went over there and there were these insanely expensive bottles and Tim said, you just only take the really cheap stuff, Seamus, because, you know, we don't value you here. Seamus tried drinking the, the cheap stuff and I was like, Seamus, we got a 25-year scotch ready. What are you doing? That's actually true. I feel bad. I don't want to crack open your 25-year scotch. <laughs> we were sitting That's there actually, and Lauren, he's like, you know, I don't really want to open the expensive ones, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the, difference, Lauren, the difference between men and women. Lauren's like, is it bad if I mix the Diet Coke into the 25-year scotch? And yeah. And I was like, no, I encourage it. I recommend it. Is that what yep, you're doing? That's Lauren? the plan after please I finish don't, this one. Please don't do that. Please do not. Some traditions have to be protected my goodness the whiskey but, aficionados are watching the show and every time lauren comes on they're like no stop it yeah you remember when she had the pappy out of a, a styrofoam cup hey we put cup. honey in yeah, that. that i was, will blaspheme against the the glenn levett is that what it's called yeah, yeah. levett glenn levett the glenn levett xxv that's 25 years scotch <laughs> well anyway my name is seamus coglin i have a youtube channel called freedom tunes where we make animated cartoons uh, i also have a podcast called shamer it's on rumble twice a week Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Nice branding, man. Thank you. I was just going to say, you can really tell I'm not media trained. It's like, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm like, hi. I'm just just a guy. guy. (laughs) Happy to be here. I'm also just a guy. We got Moon Lord over here. What's happening? I'm leaning into it, too. Moon Lord and Moon Lord. We're going to the moon. We're going to build a space elevator on the moon. Michael Lane's already been working on it with Spaceport, so I'm going to be happy to ride that thing. Speaking You're of riding be very that thing, very disappointed when you realize the moon isn't real. Oh boy! <laughs> you think the moon's hollow? I've heard it's, it's hollow. A, it's, no, it's a hollow. It's a space station. Yeah. Haven't you seen that movie Moonfall or whatever it's called? It's a hollow. Yeah, the moon's like where the moon is falling to Earth, and it turns out the whole moon is a space station that created Earth and ancient aliens. Humans actually built it. I think it's the result of a planet colliding with Earth a long time ago and coming out the other end as a ball of magma that just cooled down over time. I, That's why it's held magnetically just between us and the sun, creating a perfect eclipse. Gravitational, but that is the perfect introduction for Ian. So yeah, this is gravity's magnetism. Sounds like a, like a conspiracy theory to me. It's funny right. when people are like, Tim's show is weird because he has like Seamus and Ian on. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, Moon Lord and Toon Lord, dude. Oh, also, we got Serge Dupria. Hello. How's it going, guys? Excited for this show. He's like the uh, least I, weird guy I know. Yay, let's uh, let's you. let's jump into this first story. So the big news that that's been uh, happening all week that the, the the left seems to be latching onto and is a really good example of anarcho tyranny is uh, this dude Jordan Neely who died after he was choked and he was subdued and then choked on a train. And we got this news story from the New York Post: nine one one flooded with calls, including reports of a gun, while Jordan Neely was fatally choked on train. They say a total of five emergency calls were made over a four minute span just before 2.30 p.m. Monday, when now-identified 24-year-old Daniel Penny 
held Neely in a chokehold on the floor of the northbound F train. The first call came in at 226, was reporting a physical fight on the subway, followed by another one minute later, someone reporting on the train threatening riders. So it sounds like this guy, Neely, had already attacked people, then was threatening people because you can't have one call come in and then a call come in after. Right. So it's so people are saying the original story was that Neely was threatening people and then he got subdued. Sounds like he attacked people, then went stopped, went on to threaten people. And then later, a third caller uh, 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 said he was armed with a knife or a gun. It was unclear whom the call was referring to, though, Nelly, Neely or Penny. So we don't know for sure. But I really don't think they're talking about the three men who subdued this guy. Now, what's ended up what's ended up happening is I think I have a tweet from AOC. She tweets, I have yet to hear a real explanation from any official hesitating to condemn the killing of Jordan Neely about what makes condemning this violence so complicated. It's not complicated. There's nothing. That, here's, I'll, I'll tell you this. AOC, let me make, make it easy for you. I condemn Jordan Neely's violence. I condemn your soft on crime policies that resulted in 25 people last year being shoved in front of trains with two of them dying. I condemn you and your actions. And I commend the man, the men who tried stopping this violent man. And I am sad that Jordan Neely lost his life. Was that so difficult? I hand it to yeah. you, panel. I mean, this is also something we're seeing a lot in uh, my city of Vancouver. First of all, I think uh, public transport is very quickly becoming a human rights violation. We just had an ISIS stabbing where a teenager had his throat slit on the subway. Oh Another uh, gentleman killed. I pro- a lot of you probably saw the uh, Starbucks stabbing in Vancouver. What? No. You didn't see it? So It was what, what on was footage. Some guy was fatally stabbed in front of his toddler because he asked Whoa. a guy to stop vaping. And it was actually with a religious knife from a, a Sikh gentleman, I think, um, in broad daylight in Vancouver. And it's all of it? these people. This was like two, three weeks ago. Whoa. Um, it's a, a whole lot of people with mental health issues that keep being released on the street. 40 individuals, this was last year, committed over 3,000 crimes in one year in Vancouver. And they can't wow. figure it out. They can't figure out what to do. You give that list of 40 people to a, a toddler and they can tell you what to do with it. Put them in jail. Put them in jail if they have committed. Oh, I did see this. Right. right? I did see this story. I did not realize that's what had, what had caused it. Yeah. I just saw the video was like, whoa, that guy got stabbed. Yo, and yeah. he's just watching as the dude bleeds out. Yeah, he asked him to and stop none, but, And none of that's ever condemned, right? The fact that we live in a culture that doesn't see this as out of the ordinary, but loses its mind when somebody tries to defend themselves is never condemned by whoa. any of these political leaders who claim to care so much about human life. No, no, it's because they're evil. Right? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like, listen, video. listen, like. I'll use traditional comic book and cartoon lore. The villain is the one, like the Joker, releasing the inmates mm-hmm. from prison and then laughing as the inmates terrorize people. And then when the, the superhero, revolution, man. when the superhero stops the criminals, they go, no, they get mad that it's happening. That's literally what we're seeing. Ocasio-Cortez is a comic book villain. She is Lex Luthor. She pretends to be of the people. They all celebrate her. That's quite literally what Lex Luthor represented. He was the perfect villain for Superman because he didn't have superpowers. He controlled social uh, society through corporations and wealth and means. AOC is certainly not extremely wealthy, but she uses her influence to defend the the criminals and condemn the victims. She lied about January 6th and she's trying to condemn innocent people now. Politicians need to be forced to take the subway every day if they have an opinion like that, if they think that he was the victim in this situation. Obviously, I think no one should have been put in this situation. Everyone was the victim of an extremely broken situation. 
system. Yeah, um, well, like, but, but, but in the moment, the man who is threatening people is the perpetrator. Yeah. I don't care if you're like, but he's mentally ill. So what? Well, like, he never should have been out there running around on the bus <clears throat> threatening people in the first place. Well, right? yeah, right? And, we, and, we, and we need is, institutions for these yeah. people. Exactly. There needs to be institutions for these people. We need to have real frank conversations about what has to be done about the decline of mental health in the United States that aren't just, let's say, nice platitudes and throw money at a system that isn't going to actually do anything. And especially when you have political leaders like AOC who want for there to be national mass public transit from one side of the nation to the other with these massive railways, and they're not even doing anything to ensure that the mass transit in their own cities are are safe for people or is safe for people it's like okay now you want this to be the only option people have on a national scale you want to start to slowly do away with highways and ensure that the only way people can get across the country is by riding these railways when the railways in your city are extremely dangerous and you're not doing anything to make them safe picture this you're driving on the open road taking in the beautiful views this country offers then out of nowhere you hear a noise and your car breaks down while still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. I think one thing that could be done is that we could do some sort of prison reform where we start putting webcams in prisons for inmates that are supervised and allow them to communicate with therapists and family. So we really do turn it into a sort of, um, I don't know, a place where people can actually become better as opposed to just retribution and, and vengeance. And we want them, we don't want people well, to well, suffer in prison. We want I, them to become better humans. But I can take it one step further. I, I just, I realized this the other day, very, very simple solution. If you break the law, you are, uh, we forcefully give you the meta, the, the Neuralink implant and then plug you in and delete from your brain criminality dude no joke that, <laughs> that is something that go. could happen <laughs> they they i think it was like a clockwork orange yeah they were talking about neural net Let's i think early on they were, when they were right talking there. about elon was talking about neural net that you could dampen emotional receptors with it i think i think that they were t actually talking about that the so no, we just working we just we just put like the neural link thing on them and then if they ever are about to commit a crime it just slows down their motor functions until they stop <laughs> they can't and then the opportunity stops and then they can only resume if they in their mind reject uh, but then the thing is so you'll have some dude who wants to go out and commit crimes and it'll start to slow down and people go well help that man there's something wrong and they'll go try to comfort him and then he'll no. reach in and take their wallet a simple simple thing is the the the, the device will start going this man is experiencing criminal desires. This man is experiencing criminal desires. And that's like, steer clear. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Yeah, it just broadcasts your thoughts really loudly all the time. Everyone just has their, that's so horrible. Everyone just has their thoughts shouted from a speaker at all times. You know what's wild to me is like when you're younger and you look at criminality, you think it's like a super big deal. Like, oh my gosh, your life is going to be over if you commit a crime. Like this is insane. And then you get older. And I, I, was, um, I was actually assaulted in a grocery store 
a few years ago. Some guy grabbed my butt, but he grabbed the wrong butt, I'll tell you right now, because I sent him straight to jail. Wow. <laughs> um, but it turns out he was on bail like that week. He had just gotten out of jail for serial assault, had grabbed four other women in the shops that oh morning. Gosh. None of them wanted to come to court, but I was willing to. I was like, yeah, I'll put forward a statement and take the CCTV footage and everything. But it's like wild to me that he knows mere days after getting out of jail on on bail he's like let's go get back on the streets grabbing ladies and it's like well and especially because look (laughs) this is another thing that often goes unacknowledged but sex criminals have one of the highest rates of recidivism if not the highest rate so you can't just let them out on bail yeah we got to put the Neuralink thing in them that's that's what i'm saying (laughs) how did you get that guy put away what was your process Oh, I just, I called the police after and I was like, hey, this happened. Oh, and here's another thing. Like a bunch of people watched it happen and they all just kind of froze. Everyone freezes when there's something mm, like criminal yeah, that it's, happens. It's like in, in that in Starbucks Canada, video. Maybe. It's, yeah. like, it's almost it's in like that Starbucks so video. The guy in the background just sitting there drinking his coffee. Yep. Like or the guy on the phone day. being like, yo, he got stabbed. Wow. Yeah. And I don't Dude, blame there was because people where the guys, do you see the one where the guy got shot on camera? Where, There's when? one not that long. I don't, you don't actually don't, see it happen on camera, but don't it, you guys remember The Simpsons when Mr. Burns got shot by Maggie? That's and you he, just spoiled. Spoiler it. alert! Yeah. He explains yeah. that like after he got shot, he found only lollygaggers, and it's like Jimbo going like whoa, and just like pointing at him as he's like dying. <laughs> That's right. That, the Simpsons predicted all this. Yeah, I don't want a society where people just stand by and watch people get violently assaulted. But yeah, this, we, we, we like to create a system where people are afraid to, to intercede because they might become. Good arrested for hurting some criminal thing this is what i was thinking i'm like no one well first of all there were a lot of um women there uh so they don't want to go up against a man unless they have guns and no one has guns outside of america (laughs) and uh then there's also the fact that yeah if you're a man and you actually win that fight and you do the heroic thing you're taught to do as a child you save the woman in distress whatever (laughs) goodbye life like (laughs) you're going to jail like this dude they won't be as kind to you right they're not going to let you out of prison they're going to throw the book at you so in even if you didn't actually do anything that rises to the level of a crime. So here's a great story that many people in the audience may unfortunately not have heard of. Mark Houck, over a year ago, was protesting outside of an abortion clinic, and he was just there praying with his son. And every time he went there and prayed, there was an older man who would shout obscenities and disgusting things at his son. And so finally, one day, this old man comes over to him and starts approaching his son to assault him, and Mark Houck pushes the old man away. The Soros-funded prosecutor in that area said, there's nothing to charge this man with. There's literally nothing to charge this man with. There's no case here. But a year later, the FBI and DOJ, or the DOJ decides to charge him, the FBI raids his house, and they try to get him convicted with uh, a penalty that would result in him going to prison for 11 years. For pushing a guy? For pushing a guy. Yeah, they were saying it was a violation of the FACE Act. And again, the Soros-funded prosecutor in his area a year earlier said there was no case, there was nothing to follow. But because he has the wrong political values, because he was protesting abortion, we should lock him up and throw away the key. Take a but look we at- have mercy for people who are violent criminals and let them back out onto the street to harm everybody else. We got this story from ABC7. Grand jury could get subway chokehold death of Jordan Neely case next week. So they're actually... A law enforcement source familiar with the investigation tells ABC News the probe into the subway chokehold death is continuing. The case is likely to go to a grand jury next week. I will say this, too. I believe the man's name is Daniel Penny. You are going to go to prison for a very, very long time. I don't know. I'd be for eyewitnesses, man. There's a lot of eyewitnesses. I I don't think that matters. That's all that matters. The the, the entire conversation that we've been having 
uh, is that like Kyle Rittenhouse, for instance, mm -hmm. would ha would be in prison for the rest of the life, I rest of his life, if it was true that the people he shot in self-defense were black. What we're likely going mm -hmm. to see, like with the Ahmed Arbery case, the, uh, this man, I think his name is Daniel Penny, is likely going to be politically convicted. That's it. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got AOC calling for him to be, she's calling him a murderer. She's not even saying it's reckless homicide or negligence. She's saying outright murder. That's for a jury to decide. Yeah, Alex. exactly. But, you, but you've got someone with 13 million followers mm -hmm. inciting violence. In New York. This is what she's doing. AOC, I mean, she's inciting violence in New York City by calling this guy a murderer and obfuscating the facts. She wants people in New York. She is like the Joker. She is, she is she, well, more like Lex Luthor, I Lex guess. Lex Luthor became president. That's right, he did. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing we discovered actually while filming Infringed is a, a lot of people, especially on the progressive side of things, will look at these lower level crimes like the mental illness assaults on uh, the subway. They'll be like, oh, it was just like a small thing, this and that. Or in Baltimore when we were filming, oh, they have possession of an illegal weapon. Well, they didn't kill anyone. They didn't rob anything. So we're just not going to the progressive DAs would just be like, whatever, we're not even going to deal with these cases. They're like misdemeanors. misdemeanors. But what occurs is when they don't deal with those lower level cases, they almost always end up becoming more high level criminals. It leads mm. to murder. It leads to, um, you know, horrible assaults, horrible robberies, violence, because you have to deal with it. If people start to like test the water a bit, oh, yeah. I can get away with that. Test the water a bit more. You can't have people getting away with these low-level misdemeanors constantly. You can't have things like illegal weapons carrying in Baltimore be just like not addressed whatsoever. <laughs> well, th this is why Giuliani's broken mm -hmm. window policing was effective. Right. You have to stop the smaller crimes because it's not only the case, as you acknowledge, that people who commit these lower-level crimes are in some sense testing the water and seeing what they can get away with even just subconsciously, but it's also the case that if you know people are getting the book thrown at them for misdemeanors, you're going to think twice about a felony. You're oh, going to think twice sure. about committing a felony. For sure. I have mixed feelings about I don't, about just just going hard at people for Mr. Like drug possession, marijuana. Are you well, kidding me? Well, that's just stupid laws. Like I don't think mm -hmm. like I, I personally I'm OK with Canada having marijuana legalized. I think the U.S. should follow suit. I just think that should legalize. Cool. Yeah, I think it's wasting. Yeah. So, it's so, wasting time. It's wasting money. It's there's so cartels. much real crime going on in this country that <laughs> could be using up the you but, know, courts. Can I, but, but real quick, what we are seeing is that they're legalizing drug use. They're legalizing the right to set up homeless camps in public spaces, and then they're criminalizing self-defense. That's the problem. Yeah. So it's the inversion. And, and also, yeah. uh, when it comes to a federal war on drugs, I oppose it. I don't think there's anything wrong with a particular state saying we want to ban this drug or that drug. However, I, I don't think it's wise as a nation to have this bizarre two-faced halfway point where we say this drug is illegal or X, Y, and Z is illegal, but it's not that serious a crime. You're not really going to get into that much trouble. If something is a crime, it should really be a crime. Yeah. And that does mean we need to think twice about what laws we have, what we're willing to ban or make illegal. But once something's not legal, you really should get in serious trouble for breaking the law. I agree with that. It makes a mockery of the judicial system or the mm -hmm. entire legal system if you can't enforce or don't enforce a law in the book. So like Schedule yeah. 1 marijuana is Schedule 1 narcotic in the United States federally. Mm -hmm. But that's like, no, we're not going to pursue it. They, don't, they won't pursue yeah. it if it's let legal me, in the state. Let me show you this yeah. from Vivek Ramaswamy. 
In 2015, Jordan Neely, Neely kidnapped a seven-year-old girl. In 2019, oh he God. punched a 64-year-old man in the face. In 2021, he slugged a 67-year-old woman in the face as she exited the subway, breaking her nose and fracturing her orbital bone. He was arrested 44 times, but never faced real justice for terrorizing New Yorkers. Oh, that Manhattan DA that. shares responsibility for his death for creating an anti-law enforcement culture. You read that kidnapped a seven-year-old kid thing, and I'm just like, no. Nah. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Well, really he hard did the moonwalk and, and, though. He moonwalked but, though. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to look into that because that makes me mad as hell. And and uh, uh, I can't play this video. Is but, this the one uh, of him pushing a woman? No, this is a video of him screaming homophobic slurs at Joey Boots. Oh well, that's the real problem. Forget about the kidnapping. Now, <laughs> I will I will say this. This is a video from DC Drano where he says the video of Jordan Neely. Uh, going viral, showing him violently assaulting a man using homophobic slurs, the F word. Um, I've, I've not confirmed this, so I don't know that it's true, but it does look like it's him. Like in the video, there's a video of a guy looks just like Neely. He's doing Michael Jackson stuff. It looks like all the other videos. So I believe it's probably correct that it is him, but I want to make sure I have that caveat because, you know, take yeah, it with a great salt. deep fakes and, is now. But this is Joey and Boots. Also and, I, and, I, and, and I, I know Joey Boots, and there's never a reason... To have gone up, you know, rest in peace, Joey. There was never a reason to scream at him and threaten him because this is not what Joey did. Joey had a video of like walking up to Tucker Carlson. He's like, mm. he's filming. He walks around New York filming. Oh, yeah, I remember that video. And yeah, Tucker is like, I'm fishing. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's like, Tucker Carlson fishing in New York. And Tucker's just like, yeah. And then that, and, and that's it. Mm. Joey would do these videos and he would go up to news cameras and say, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. So <laughs> when you see a video of this Neely guy, he was a violent, angry dude. He was mean. He attacked people. He kidnapped people. How is it that this. The villain, the perpetrator, is what AOC and the left defend. You know how, because this is the behavior that they deem acceptable. What? This is the behavior yeah. they deem acceptable. What, like mentally ill assault? They, they, so if a person behaves violently in an insane way, in a reckless way, or just in a flat-out immoral way, their entire philosophy and the entire philosophy of the left is the only reason that person behaved that way is because of certain systemic structures that pushed them in that direction. And so, they're not the criminal. You are for not supporting left-wing policy. Now, that I, I understand, because that is an argument I've seen being made by people for in that camp, if there's if that's what's happening, um, is that society failed this guy. Mm -hmm. Flat-out, he should have been right. either put in an institution of some sort or put in jail after his 44th crime after yep. maybe it's stealing the seven-year-old well, it, it seemed like he yeah. wa he wanted to go back to jail right you know um he probably wants to get fed three times a day and if you're in jail that's what you get right so uh because i saw something that um i saw a tweet you know i don't, I don't know who said it but um he, you know he was saying something like uh you know i'll go back to jail or i want to go back to jail and it's like, well, if there was an asylum for somebody like this, yep. you know, he'd be taken care of. He'd be off the streets. Meanwhile, he's homeless. He's probably hungry. You'd you know? probably save money, too, in police resources right. constantly yeah. dealing with these issues, like sending them to an asylum. There's, Vancouver, this is exactly why we got the problems there. They shut, I think it was Riverside. There was a massive mental asylum, and they basically let everyone loose, shut it down. I know uh, during the Reagan era, a ton of mental asylums were shut yep. down as well. And it's just like, boom, on the streets. You think the resources that were going into those asylums aren't going to into police investigations solving these issues now? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, 
Oh, sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, and this is something I touched on on the show yesterday. That happened during the Reagan era. This is also a product of the Foucaultian deinstitutionalization movement, this idea on the left that mental illness is, for the most part, a social construct, and we need to be more understanding. And it's true that in many mental health facilities, people were mistreated, and there was a serious mm -hmm. conversation that needed to be had there. However, in the 1950s, there were 500,000 people committed to mental institutions across the U.S., and then by the mid-'80s, that falls to 100,000. Is that after so, Reagan let people out or before? I, I think it, I, I'm not sure at which point the vast majority of the decrease in those numbers occurred, but I do know that between the 1950s and the 1980s, you just have a, a massive, um, I would say, decrease in the number of people in mental health facilities across the country. And part of that is a result of the reclassification of what it requires to get somebody committed. So mm -hmm. it used to be you have to uh, be proven to be unable to take care of yourself. And then they changed that uh, standard to you have to have been proven to be a threat to yourself or others. Now, often when someone proves that they're a threat to themselves or others, it's too late. Someone's already been hurt. So I don't know if the standard should be they can't take care of themselves as it used to be. But I think the standard we have now clearly isn't working. It looks it like it was 81 the when Reagan's ended the uh, Mental Health Systems Act of mm -hmm. 1980. He like yeah. right when he got into office. Wow. Is that true? Right it was the same thing office? in California, I think, as well. He signed a bill. I think the Lantris Peterson. Yeah, Short that's 1967 that he did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. did you uh, know These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Oh, this is sorry, random interesting fact. Ra There's so many Reagan facts I learned while <laughs> doing the infringe stuff. Mm -hmm. He was one of the first people to pass one of the mass gun control bill mm -hmm. acts. As governor in California. Yeah, Ra Reagan was not was certainly far from perfect. Like everyone praises him because of the way he stood up to communism, and I think that that was great. I think that was great. And I will not take that from him. However, mm -hmm. he was certainly not the best president America's had. He, he well, had a he lot like, of great one-liners though. I think he, that's he really yeah, that that true. His legacy. Boomers yeah. love them. He like yeah. doubled the uh, amount of federal employees though while standing against communism. Mm -hmm. It, it, yeah. Look it up. Look it yeah, up. He I mean, like, that was one of the biggest government was that presidents military, in though? history. <laughs> well, can I ask you? Well, I, I would imagine most of that was uh, an increase no, it wasn't in military, military positions. No, really? it was like pencil push, paper pushers, whatever. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, a lot of those in the military, though. True. I've heard that he was like really didn't like George Bush Senior. Sorry. Does that need a corkscrew? Yeah, I was going to ask if you could There's open a, this. There's I'm a corkscrew up Running there. out of alcohol. Tim, don't open it for her. She's going to put. Well, I saw that she opened it, but then she didn't do anything. She's going to put diet coke in it, and it's a 25 year old scotch. Oh, good. Oh, what go. a good, yeah. good, uh -oh. good, good, oh good. It's a real <laughs> slow process from here. How, All right. The cork how, broke how in case you're listening. Like I think, such an expensive booze yeah, and it exactly. just breaks yeah. when I twist it slightly. Because people like you who don't know what they're doing are going to ruin it. <laughs> and so they intentionally design it. It's like child proofing, but for people who put <laughs> Diet Coke in their alcohol. Now, what Reagan, uh, <laughs> good old Ronald. I, I heard that Reagan hated George Bush, not maybe I hated, but really didn't like George Bush Sr. Really? At all. They were, I think they ran against each other, if I'm 
For, I oh, in the I primaries, and, probably, and supposedly, right? I guess that uh, would make the, sense. Uh, and then, like, what the deep state went to him and was like, right. you're going to have him as your... assassination attempt, and then after that... He, he made him his VP? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's true, well, but yeah. I've, I've heard that story as yeah, well. Yeah, so this Reagan guy, I mean, was he one of those guys who's, like, going in with all the righteousness, and then as soon as he gets in there, like, here's your talking, here's your playbook, by the way. And he's like, uh, I don't think so. Oh, then you. bang, bang, and then he's like, okay, I'll play ball. Well, this is what's crazy, is even when he wasn't... Because, you know, I was getting in a debate with my dad about this. Love you, dad. Um... And we were talking about Reagan and gun control. And he's like, oh, he, you know, he was more Democrat early on. He probably changed his mind. And I'm like, yeah, you know, he did a lot of good things in government. But actually, even when he was out of office, he wrote into um, wrote to lawmakers supporting the assault weapons ban that Biden wow. passed, saying, I support this. Put this through. Reagan? Yeah, and that was after. 94. Yeah, 94. Well, that was after and, he was out of office. All right, and this is what we have to remember. <laughs> Firstly, Reagan said something. It's quite a famous quote. And this is something that many people who are considered centrists or, you know, 2010 era liberals say today, what Reagan said was, I am considered conservative just for holding to the liberal principles that I had 20 years ago, something mm. along those lines. Reagan was not the far right conservative that the left made him out to be. It was we awful. should understand that. Gun but control, we should understand no fault that. divorce. Well, because look at it. I mean, everyone thinks Reagan was this far right conservative president. Okay, well, they call Tim Pool far right today. Yeah, exactly, so of course, dude. in the 80s, the when Overton they were calling, window. yeah, when they were calling Reagan far right, that didn't mean anything then either. Wow, I want to, I want to, I want to jump to the story, and I, 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 feel, I do feel kind of bad because we're talking about communism and stuff, but this is important yeah. breaking news. Check this out: Vice Media nears deal for four hundred million dollars sale out of bankruptcy, Soros. Fortress Investment and Soros Fund Management. Come on! Here's the here's the, here's the funniest <laughs> thing about this, right? It's the the deal gives them a valuation around four hundred million. A major drop from 5.7 billion. Here's the other thing, though: the valuation includes the existing debt that it has. How much? The debt, I believe, there was a 250 million dollar debt financing round a few years ago, and then a 30 million. I'm not exactly sure how they're how they're doing it. The 250 million in debt was from Soros. I think that was Soros uh, fund management as well. So it may be that Soros is actually just buying the company for what? Would, what would that give him? 120 million dollars. No, 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 $220 million from a company that was once once worth $5.7 oh, billion. So of the $400 million they're paying out, $220 of it was debt? So Soros already has $250 million in debt with Vice. Mm -hmm. So if the deal is for $400 million, which includes the debt, I could be wrong about this. Maybe people in the chat could, could, could clarify, someone who knows how the economics works of it. But it sounds like Soros already holds a portion of that $400 million. Unless the deal is to buy out the rest of it, but then he holds the debt. So I think this multi-billion dollar company is being washed out for a couple hundred million. The okay. whole clickbait apparatus is dying. People yeah. are sick of it. Buzzfeed's but, gone and it's only being upheld by political actors like but this. It, but Vice wasn't that in the beginning. But it Vice is now. Got, Vice got big because they were like, we're going to go down and we're going to hunt down scopolamine in Colombia. Yeah, dude. We're going to find the, the magic yeah, shaman good. who's going to do crazy like ayahuasca. And then it turned into 10 Raisins, SpongeBob's homophobic. What happened? Do you remember how, do you know how it changed exactly? Was there a linchpin that switched or was it just a so, slow burn? Tim left. I was told. Was yeah, that was left. it. I was gone. I was, I, I was there mm. when they were doing the based. So, so actually Vice News started because of me. And that is the words of Shane Smith. He said it at the Knight Foundation Awards. They were doing on the ground reporting, but it was not, there was no news division. They were doing these like adventure style documentary shows where it's about the regular guy going to Afghanistan and telling a story. And then I, I was like, I want to do real news reporting. What changed simply is 
in from my perspective, I agree with this take, but this came from a friend of mine who is who is a high level employee. They got accused of sexual harassment and assault. And to get out of it, the investors were like, become a feminist company. That way you can get past the negative press. The concern was it like we're not going to go down and see our hundreds of millions of dollars in investment lost. So just come out, start doing feminist stuff and you'll be safe from these attacks. And they went, you got it. Talk about a fall from grace. If they went the route I explained in my vision, they would be worth still billions of Mm. dollars. I told them to go the route that we are going here. Yeah, maybe they would be worth like 900 million or 1.3 billion, like a quarter of what they ended up at what they were at one point, but they'd still be around. I think, no, I don't believe any of what you guys are saying. You think I'm a liar? I think both of you, I think what happened was Tim told them, Tim saw what the future was and he said, you know what you guys should do? You should pander to feminists and the left. The young people love it. You're going to get a lot of viewership. It's what the mainstream media is doing. Let's imitate the big guys because you wanted to leave and start your own thing. Oh. And then you did. I went and worked for and Disney. After you neutered them. <laughs> you wanted a little more experience before you got out you oh, know, yeah. and, and did your own thing. And the same but thing you, happened. You, were, you played the long con. The same thing happened with Fusion and it was hilarious. When I went to Fusion, which is ABC News Univision, they said, we want to be nice vice. We want to be young and edgy, but we don't want to do the weird stuff where they like crap in jugs and like throw it in the air or something like that. Because Vice did like weird stuff like that. And then I was like, cool. And they said, we want to do a show that's very much travel adventure, meeting like drug dealers in Venezuela and, and covering those stories. And I'm like, perfect. Let's make it happen. And then eight months later, they brought in a new editor in chief who changed his Twitter banner to down with whiteness. And then I was like, oh boy. And, and then I was like, just like, Vice. I was like, here's what I, here's my plan for this November. I'm going to go to Fukushima on the anniversary and, or, or, you know, and, and see where they're at with the, like the, re, the redevelopment of the region. And then they were like, okay, that's cool, I guess. It gets half a million views over the weekend. And then they're like, but we're still really interested in talking about trans kids, which gets like a thousand views. They were obsessed with chasing this stuff. Sure enough, a couple of years later, they lay off everybody and they washed billions down the toilet. Did Shane leave the company at some point? No, he's still there. So he's getting this. He's not out. the CEO anymore. And they're saying they're going to find a role for him. But like this guy's just not worth anything anymore. I mean, look, look, don't get me wrong. The dude's probably worth, you know, I don't know what this puts puts him at. Maybe um, Shane that, Smith. Yeah, that'll put him at maybe eighty million, yeah. which is like, like, come on, that's not nothing. He's a rich guy, but to have been a billionaire, like I, they're media reporting, you're worth two billion or whatever, and now it's just like, eh, you know. I don't think they're complete idiots for marketing to the woke crowd. Like, I do think there is a large, I'm, I'm not on some copium where I think the majority of the population are conservatives. I've, I've, I'm from Canada, so I'm like, okay, there are actually a lot of woke people out there, but it's just very hard to sell wokeness through a corporation, through these, like, they, they can see the, even even the very silly kind of brainwashed people, they're like, okay, this is clickbait. This is a corporation that makes millions of dollars telling me about how we need to support trans impoverished individuals doing ketamine. Like they, they can see the absurdity itself. It's, can I don't know. There, there, is, there is a craving in general for more genuine, I think that's why live streaming has become more, mm. a, a bigger thing in general, even the left-wing live streamers on Twitch and stuff. Uh, people are just getting real tired of the highly curated, actual, um, full-on propaganda. It's just like the internet is just full-on MK Ultra. Yeah, man. All <laughs> corporations are not people, and when they say stuff like Disney says that something, no, no, Disney isn't a thing that can speak. Disney's just a facade, a piece, yeah. a p- paper that you tear away to see who was it that said that. 
Yeah, like, if you want to make the argument that corporations are people, then I'd love to see some of these corporations go to prison. So when... <laughs> so true. <laughs> so, yes, so when, like, a big pharmaceutical company, for instance, is accused of fraud, we don't simply go pay us a fine. We say, we are going to incarcerate your corporation for five years, meaning it cannot operate. Mm. Everybody who works there, you no longer work there. Come back in five years and let's see where you're at. And they go, mm -hmm. well, we couldn't do that. It would be bad for the economy. Well, tell that to the guy who went to prison for five years. What's he supposed to do when he gets out? Sorry, I don't play that. If you got a corporation and there are people breaking the law within it and it's widespread mm -hmm. and the whole company does it, shut it down. Well, or even like I'm 30 percent. the death penalty in that case, too. Oh, like <laughs> the execution of the corporation death itself. For the company. <laughs> Erasure of the machine. Yeah. I think that if yes. you sell a company, you guys should change the name. That's that's. I think unethical to call it something else when because a company yeah, it's branding, is though. but it's the company is the people that are in the company that is what it is it's a company of people and so if the people change then it's a different company so yeah I, but I mean look I don't want the factor I just want the name Callahan it's the, premium then have it in parentheses behind the new name at least so you see the trail of like what it used to be what Disney now is but it's not Disney Walt Disney's gone that's gonna make for very long domain names <laughs> yeah and and the corporation owns a bunch of IP so a brand you're talking about branding like a mm -hmm. rebrand if they want it's like Blackwater they just reappear right something new yeah, every yeah, other yeah, year yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like name, I think. the idea that you could go to a, say a, a major pharmaceutical like let's say there's a major pharmaceutical that was accused of fraud and then found to be liable for uh, that fraud and were, were fined billions. I can't think of any billions of pharmaceutical it's companies it's like that. I'm pretty sure it's all of them. I'm pretty sure every single one. Uh, like we just, it's a cost of doing business. So now you have these big pharmaceuticals being like, okay, how much money can we make off defrauding people? Two billion. What will we find by the government? One billion. Hot dog. We're gonna make a million, a billion dollars. That's what they do. There needs to be a, a, a more serious penalty. Does, does anyone have the schizophrenic soap, Bonner's soap, where it's got like all oh, the yeah. text on it? I love the soap that soap. spies on you. Well, why is it schizo soap? No, it's it's got like so much text about like religion and God, and you just sit there and read it's it. It's the one the, true religion. The, 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 the Dr. Dr. Bonner, Bronner's. Bronner's. Yeah. Anyways, all I right, think all right, that they disagree, should do that. Disagree. <laughs> well, no, it's no, okay, I, I don't I'm even know what uh, the, I think it's Christian. We should talk about the true religion. I love Dr. Bronner's. Anyways, my point is they should have that on any sort of pharmaceutical companies bottle but it's like all of their lawsuits no and it's just yeah. listed all over it and that should be their punishment you have to list all it's of sort your of failed, like if, uh, if you buy a pack of cigarettes it has like a limp dick on it or something right <laughs> yeah. like it, it's, it's kind of like that right? show you especially for like, like lung. the last decade of lawsuits yeah how much and money they, they wash lost. off after time yeah <laughs> you know what you know what i think would actually be even better than that for political campaigns at the end of a political ad in the same way that pharmaceutical ads have to list side effects they have to list every scandal that politician is involved in <laughs> and like every policy failure that yeah, they're guilty it's, of it's christian every it's, stock it's, it's they're invested in my rent contra scandal yeah yeah every stock like all of it that was an extremely based bill of Matt Gates and AOC to support oh the, yeah uh, it was wild bill against insider trading i love seeing that i love seeing the far left and the far right come together <laughs> To own politicians, do you know I, what that's, You know, I do appreciate it. <laughs> do you know what the bills call? AOC's called? insane and wrong, and you know. uh, she's not wrong on this. But she's not wrong on this. Don't you dare I'll attack you my queen they'll, they'll when she's finally your correct. Queen, <laughs> your queen, queen, your favorite. It's true. Behind queen the scenes, AOC. This is actually behind the scenes. Lauren gushes about AOC nonstop. It's called the Restoring Huge Faith fan. in Government Act. 
I like the name. Restoring my faith in AOC act. <laughs> yeah, I think you're onto something with AOC. Like it, it, it's not I it's not time her. to demonize. Exactly. Like <laughs> if you really think she's Lex Luthor or has that kind of power to become Lex Luthor, we should engage in conversation now and get ahead of this and, and rather than just wait for some horrible populist uprising where we use the mob to dictate law and order. I think we need to psychologically manipulate her by whenever she does anything like really good. Super the red whole pill. Right wing need to just send her like so, super loving messages constantly and just be like keep going queen keep going and then she'll slowly like psychologically be like oh well i'm getting a lot of support for this and just move further and further right and, th and then until i've fixed her and then everyone's gonna keep criticizing her from the right when she does something bad and then it's just gonna be psychological abuse no, no, it's no. gonna be like very brutal both but both ways it's gonna be like insanely high praise and then really brutal criticism no, 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 it has what you're to be advocating nice. for is, is, nice. is 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 hardcore manipulation right yeah. now but like this the, is a narcissistic cycle wrong, of abuse when she does with something AOC wrong, it has to be like that, we love you so much but i can't can't believe you've failed us here we're really disappointed but we believe in you oh my gosh wouldn't it be awesome if political commentary was done that way <laughs> you're so, like look, i, don't I just got it sorry go ahead i gotta give a shout out to pinochet's helicopter tours who says tim i caught the tommy boy quote everyone missed thank what, you sir what was it when i said i don't want the factory i just want callahan it's a premium name premium name mm. yeah tommy boy come on great movie yeah that would be David. You guys, Spade. uncultured, uncultured. <laughs> no, yes. that's true. The pinnacle of culture. Was Saturday Boy. Night Live ever actually good? Or yeah, was it 1989. I, wonder, I honestly wonder about Mike that. Mike Myers, Dana Carvey. There were, yeah, that's some true. Good I, years. Hold on, hold on. And there, in the very beginning, I hear I wasn't around for it. There were definitely talented people there, and there were some good skits. But we also have a selection bias. You always end up seeing the best stuff from that era. Right. So I wonder if overall no, it, was it was Tom, actually they, good. They developed Wayne's World on SNL. Like uh -huh. it was Sandman, Adam Sandler, yeah. uh, Rob Schneider. They, it was just yeah. Uh, incredible incredible group man incredible and, and rob and, schneider has all those movies where he turns into random things yeah like, those are classics those are know? classics yeah, and all, and all the movie spin-offs that i came think the, the i think the congressional library has selected those <laughs> for, for preservation kevin nealon oh man kevin nealon's new when he did the news it was so deadpan norm mcdonald was in there oh yeah it. no look look L like i said i will not deny that there are talented people there and i'm not even necessarily saying they weren't ever great i'm just saying i wonder how great they were because i wasn't watching it back then and the only footage i see from it is likely the best stuff and it, there wasn't much else on like now yeah. we've got ten thousand more things that we can compare that's late night comedy to that's also true we just did normal world shout out to dave landown quarter black garrett with the blaze i was on the new mm -hmm. one so you're gonna want to go to drugtopia on youtube mm -hmm. and check out normal but people are saying it's like snl how it was in the 80s late 80s. oh that's awesome i think that's I, awesome landau's a yeah. brilliant genius uh comedic he genius. always yeah yeah he always got a laugh out of me me too yeah he's me a funny too. guy yeah dave come back are you me tooing dave landau <laughs> that's right yeah. you're Indian. what happened when you were out there are you, are you uh, having trouble opening a bottle of soda? This is the second <laughs> bottle you have struggled to open on this show. I gotta go to the bathroom. This is oh, thanks right. for letting us yeah, know. I, you know I swear, Lauren, if you mix that, <laughs> I'm mixing the Glenlivet. That's disgusting. Wow, it's a, like Lauren comes this is on the, the show intending of to offend whiskey aficionados. She's a whiskey iconoclast. If anything gets you canceled. It has to be this. I'm a trailblazer. That's you know, 25-year-old scotch and you just put Diet Coke in it. <laughs> I'm a trailblazer. When I got banned from the UK for my uh, ally is gay thing, they started a gay Muslim pride parade like four years later. That's so weird. They banned me from the country. Then This is going to be... The trend. It won't. Years, I, I actually, I think, <laughs> I think we're going to say at some point there's a bridge too far. Ugh.
Don't act like you're enjoying that. Don't act like that tastes. Is it actually good? good? I imagine. It's no, great. it's you not. Want, would you like a diet no. coke Tim, and Glen Levette? There's it's a the reason. diet coke I wouldn't want to be honest. Mm. Like I, I don't mind the alcohol, even though I know it's bad. It's like the aspartame in the diet coke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm ah, like, no, poison. that's I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, horrible. The alcohol I know it's bad, but the aspartame freaks me out. So I, I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, so I've, I've got a friend uh, who, who's from India, and um, he uh, he tells me that with AOC, there's like a. a uh, a power behind the throne kind of a figure who's from India as well. And I forget his name now. Um, but, uh, you know, apparently this guy, uh, you know, he, he found her in like a bar, you know, because she was a bartender and, uh, you know, because uh, he was looking for somebody to be like the figurehead of, you know, this, you know, new popular politician, you know, for the left and uh, basically developed her into what she is today and all this stuff. So I, I don't know if this is, nah. you know, I, I, I've just never heard it before. Uh, he sent me an article about it, but I can't find it now. I just thought if maybe one of you guys knew about this. I'm sure it's less nefarious than it sounds. I think she's just a bad person, you know? Yeah, but it's like she's not like she's the simple not solution Lex is Luthor intelligent. Have you guys watched The Boys? Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah, really yeah. Seen you know the AOC character? She like explodes people's heads. Yeah. Wait, is that the right one? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I never, I never saw it. <laughs> I know there's it's an right. excellent show, and it is completely true to all politics. <laughs> yeah, but they it's do the, They do the scene at the end where Homelander, he's basically Superman and a Donald Trump, which is really hilarious. That's a very funny kind of. <laughs> he 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 kills uh, a protester. And then all of the MAGA people cheer for it. And I'm kind of like, nah. Oh, the the only problem is he it does have a left-wing bias. But I think it could, it just applies to politics in general as well as the left. But it's obviously got this like hyperbolic. Dude, I'm pretty sure side. Stormfront was intended to be Laura Loomer. I'm not kidding. That's a dark-haired girl? Stormfront is uh, a woman who is like an actual Nazi who's immortal or something like that. And then she's pretending to not be a Nazi, but is secretly a Nazi. And I'm like, I think they're trying. They're they're trying to directly, like, it's it's a left wing bias, super like fantasy world where they're drawing correlations between reality, but from a weird left wing view. Like Homelander is Superman, but he's also Donald Trump. It's mm -hmm. kind of a weird thing to say. I just think the same plot line can apply to any like left-wing politics. They just, of course, because it's media and Hollywood, they have to do it from an anti-right right. perspective. But it's <laughs> anti-right, but they're also saying Trump is Superman. Yeah. You know? I mean, they make fun well, of like Superman Homelander. Superman is inherently I love fascist, Tim. Have you considered that? I mean... White man with a lot of power? <laughs> sounds like fascism to me. That There is. There are storylines in the comic book about Superman becoming a tyrant. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, he wouldn't he immediately... Well, remember, real. remember what's it, what was his name? Phoenix Jones. Yes, real dude in Seattle. Right, he would walk and, around and like and the left crime. Him. The left. He was a real. He, he probably still exists, or maybe not, considering what's going on in Seattle. But uh, he was the real life vigilante superhero who would dress up in, in an outfit. And he, had he had a group with him too. And he had like a group. A superhero group. And then when the Antifa riot started, he was with the cops. So they were like, "You're a fascist because you're helping police." Wow. Benjamin and he's John like, Francis he's like, Odor. These people are destroying the city. Like, mm -hmm. I don't get it. You're the bad guys. I'm like, no, you're the bad guy. You're helping cops. Mm -hmm. And they would have they would carry like a film crew around, or dudes would be on their cameras recording. So he gained popularity. There was a Batman in uh, Toronto as well a few years ago. A but, Batman, but but he would just go around in a in a Batman costume and and sneak up behind people and go, "Where are they?" And just get <laughs> so the shit out of them. He wasn't fighting crime. Right? Not yeah, super yeah. helpful. <laughs> okay, like I gotta I gotta point out Very like Canadian. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia says he was a real life superhero, but I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was a vigilante. Like yes. super superheroes. 
it's, it implies you have powers of some sort. This who's is a guy closest, wearing a costume. Who's the closest thing we've had to like a real life Batman? Tim Pool. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that's true. Well, real you can't li- tell people the about that. The simping is next level I, I today, mean, Ian. I mean, there's, there, there <laughs> really there's isn't life, anybody. Uh, Clark Kent. And I tweeted at Elon Musk. I was like, why haven't you built an Iron Man suit yet? And he said, building Starship. And I, I was like, okay, that's fair. You know, like. Is he, it though? Yeah, he's building a ship to colonize other planets. Yeah, I just it's don't the wrong, think it's nearly it's, it's as the cool. wrong genre. It's yeah, sci-fi cool. and not, you know, superhero. But okay, well, I'll give him a pass on that one. If you think about he's it. He's doing something. You know what I mean? In the realm of psychology, because like we don't actually have people that go out and punch dudes and drag them around. But like psychological Batman, mm. Tim's a pretty good candidate. Hold on. He's got I got to I got to give a sh- I got to give a shout out to Noah Sanders who says Where's SNL, SNL was, was funny when Norm MacDonald was on it. Yes. yes. No, we were so When, we were when Norm MacDonald did that Bill Clinton, on the, remember it was on The View, and he was like saying oh like the Clintons killed gosh. somebody, and they were like, stop saying that. And he was like, wow, I thought this was a common knowledge. I got, <laughs> I got a question. Seamus, who's your favorite superhero? Oh, that's a good question. I, I guess I haven't thought about it that much. Uh, I, uh, I mean, in Abraham. terms of favorite superhero movies, I loved The, uh, I loved the Dark Knight. You know, when that came out. He just wants to do the voice. Oh, Bane is my favorite too, Seamus. Yes. <laughs> you think the darkness is your ally? Um, I, yeah, I think probably probably Batman, but that's kind of a tough one. I just like those films. I haven't given it that much thought. What about you? Oh, geez. I liked Gambit for a long time. He's mm. an X-Man. Mm. Oh, man, my favorite superhero. That's wild. Nightcrawler. He's pretty cool. Oh, is he? Wait, who's the one who's Catholic? Is that Nightcrawler? I don't think so. He's a okay. German dude with blue skin. He's like got a tail and he can teleport. Hold on, I'm I sure love he's that. Not Catholic. I'm pretty he, sure he's Catholic. He's Catholic. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, you know Oops. what? Nightcrawler's actually my favorite superhero oh, now. You know, because of my identity politics. The teleportation ability is really cool. That's like one of my favorite superhero. What about you, Lauren? Oh, superhero. Ah, oh, what's what's the blue girl who can turn into stuff? Marvel nerds seething. Yeah, That's <laughs> mixing scotch with coke and from uh, yeah. midnight. I don't from know. from uh, I know what you're talking about. Rebecca Romaine Stamos played her. I got bad news, guys. What? Phoenix Jones was arrested January 2020 for allegedly selling methyl. <laughs> I can't say this. MDMA. How do you say it? Methylene dioxide. Methylene, methylene dioxy meth- methamphetamine yep. to an undercover police officer. How the mighty have fallen. Oh, Jones. That's kind of wild that like you'd think that when a superhero becomes bad, they do some supervillain thing. It's on drugs. That's the thing, man. People Could you imagine that- if Batman broke bad, but instead of like trying to take over Gotham, he's like, all right, I got some meth for you. No, he was selling MDMA. He was saving that police officer's mental health. Okay? (laughs) It's Mystique. Mystique, yes. Mystique. I like her. She can change form. I don't like her. I think that would be a cool superpower. That's that's my question. (laughs) So superpowers. Oh, a good superpower. Okay. So I feel like it's almost childish to say Superman, but one hundred I mean he's OP, but I think I'd take Superman's power. What what about DC's OP? What about like Jean Grey? Who that? I, I only say Jean Grey because Professor X can't walk. She's one. And of, so it's like you'd man. rather have telekinesis and telepathy, but have the ability to walk and fly too. You know, like Jean Grey, and you know, and you'd want telepathy. I'm asking. Oh, okay. yeah, he, yeah, because yeah. Professor X can control people's minds. You know, well, what I mean? like Superman, can, like Superman even travels back in time. Sometimes it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I but would want he to doesn't do that. have the power yeah. to. Do. Flash can do it because he has Speed Force and all that, and Speed Force is its own thing that makes no sense. But like, it's Speed Force. Flash can also kidnap indigenous women really quickly. Has he done that before? Yeah. 
What's, oh. what's the guy who's acting him? <laughs> oh, him. right, 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 right. Wait, but hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Did that actor also moonwalk on the subway? Because when people moonwalk on the subway, oh, they go back in time. We need to. I think in court they need to do a forensic analysis of that moonwalking on the subway video to make sure that's real. Was oh my bonkers. Yeah, can we pull that up? They're brutal. I don't know. Very funny, John. I'm gonna. I don't even want to say hysterical. Who's your favorite superhero? Superheroes. It's it's all nothing. Full and propaganda, man. <laughs> Go deeper. So yeah. true. Yeah. Tell me more. So true, King. Yeah. Nephilim, like the ancient from the Bible, the right, ancient ones. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's half human, half angel, or or half god. Right. A lot of these superheroes are like that. Right. They got special powers. They're like gods to the people. And uh, yeah, it's just Nephilim propaganda, man. So you know, we all need to repent from that. Do you think the Nephilim were real? I do. Yes, I think they're real today, too. Jameis, do you think they're real? Yeah. So Nephilim is, there's this little moment in Genesis 6, I believe, where there's a mention of the Nephilim, and it's something like that the children of God saw the daughters of men, but there have been so many different interpretations extrapolated out of it. There's I, two I main ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't make heads or tails of exactly what that verse means. I, Jimmy Aiken did a very interesting analysis of it a little while back that I thought was super helpful but I'll, I'll never forget doing a uh but we don't one thing because I, I know whoa, like, when the sons of god came mm -hmm. in unto the daughters of men i know what that but is sometimes, <laughs> but, but so, yeah, so some, some bore, people think that like to them. i've heard some people say that well like regionally there was a group of people who were very powerful <laughs> who they referred to with that language it's it's that's they're, what they're, I they're, Seamus, there's two can i believe mm -hmm. just that there are people out there with superpowers you know, can you just let me uh, have I mean, that? I won't tell you that you can't. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> some people can do things that I'm not aware of. I... But are they bad? Are they evil? I think so, yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah, I think the general uh, consensus hybrid. is that they're they're bad. The Nephilim but... were bad? Uh, well, that's that's usually how it's described. Yeah, Again, I can't right. speak on it too much because there's just this one short verse. And it's there's it's so Genesis many interpretations six. Oh, taken out of it. Six. So, yeah. um, th there's two main views. One is that it's the, uh, the line of Seth and the line of Cain. So, you know, they're all humans. Uh, it doesn't really f uh, follow, it, it doesn't follow logic, basically, because it's like, well, you know, um, I, 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 should, I should actually read it now. Mm -hmm. But um, the, the other line, or, or the other view is, it's called the angel view, which is that the sons of God, uh, uh, which is uh, in Hebrew, the B'nai Ha'elohim, sons of God, that, that term is, is, is used in the Old Testament uh, to basically describe a, a, a direct creation by God. So Adam was a, benign, uh, a son of God. And then, um, you know, and, and, and later on in, in the Old Testament as well, you, uh, the same term is used, you know, in, uh, in terms of angels, right? Um, uh, most, most human beings, so post-Adam, would be uh, described as son of men, right? So uh, when it says in Genesis 6, the sons of God, it's most likely it talks about angels. So they came down, and in the book of Enoch, which is not in the Bible, it, it, it basically says that much more clearly, which is also like a, a really old book, right? It's, it's, uh, it's a well-regarded book. It's not canon, but it's, it's highly mm -hmm. regarded. And um, in, in that book also, uh, the sons of God is, you know, it's talking about angels. So they is came it? down... Well, yeah, is it, isn't sorry, the book of you... Enoch where the dude goes up to heaven or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I, I think that with... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to let you continue because I think... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, that's, yeah, so yeah. basically it. So, um, 
Yeah, so they, they came down, they, they had sex with human women, and they, and, and they birthed hybrid beings uh, who uh, it seems like were giants. It's not exactly clear if they were giants, but it seems like they were, because later on in the scripture you read about giants as well. This so, is, oh, sorry. Oh, this is what I wanted to comment I, on quickly, because I, I was doing a... A Nephilim? Yes. Okay, okay. It's yeah. about the Nephilim. Because uh, I don't want to move from this before I <laughs> No, don't there. worry. Yeah. Um, I was doing a university course on City of God by St. Augustine a few years okay, back. Okay, based. Right? Uh, directed study. And then we get to a part of the book where St. Augustine is talking about seeing a giant skull on the beach and like giant bones and stuff. And I'm like, hello, like class. Like, is anyone else seeing this? And they're just like, no, 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 that's not the point, Lauren. Moving on. And I'm like, what? We're not going to talk about this? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know so, what that means. So but it, the, so the can I just mention something? One, one last the, thing. Okay, okay. The myth of giant and cyclops likely came from elephant skulls yeah and they I've thought the that. trunk hole was an eye hole but yeah I, i've heard that so i know that so for example the, the catholic church doesn't have an official teaching on like what the nephilim were i know a lot of people argue that they're the sons of god could translate to like demons or fallen angels that's been widely speculated but then part of the difficulty there is that Angels don't have bodies, right? They can't procreate the way people do. And, uh, and real, I know that, I, and I just found this information. Real, I want to I address I, that okay. the body thing before you move mm -hmm. on. Aren't they like big wheels or something? No, so it, there's it, different there's descriptions. There's various classes of angels. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, okay. there's, there's different yeah. descriptions But there, there is one that's described as like so, a big wheel with wings. But I, I just want to finish I've seen this. the Doge I found, a, I found a very... Um, this could be helpful. I found a very interesting little bit here on Catholic Answers from Tom Nash, and he just wrote a pretty lengthy thing on this, but one part I want to zone in on because he's referencing the Church Fathers is, is that he writes, The early Church Fathers generally understood the sons of God to be the offspring of Seth, the righteous son of Adam, whereas daughters of men are understood to be the offspring of Cain, the immoral son of Adam. Thus, fallen ones could be understood as the fruit of succumbing to the corrupt Canaanite culture. Which is an interesting interpretation. I haven't looked at it myself, but I've yeah. heard that uh, a, a lot of early church fathers actually believe the angel view. So I don't know when when the Seth thing came into play, but well, yeah, and, and like yeah. I said, the Nephilim thing has always been. Uh, it's, it's always been interesting every time it's come up. I haven't done a deep dive into it. And part of it is I, I there is no like official Catholic stance right. on it. And but it's it's it's, it's, what, it's I, be I part think, of why it's so tantalizing well, is because so little is written about it, right? It just comes up there for a moment right. in the Bible and then it's not talked about again later. So people are, are naturally going to read things into that well, and try to extrapolate. I, I, what I think meant. it's an important issue because um, why was the flood sent, right? It, you know, it, it says explicitly because of the, the you know, uh, man, man's violence mm -hmm. on the earth and that sort of thing, right? All man w was corrupt. Now, but if you read a little deeper, um, if it's true that, you know, uh, that these were fallen angels who came down and made it with human women, right? Um, that, that's a corruption of, of the human genome, okay? Now, in Genesis 3, this is right after the fall, and, and God, you know, God went to confront um, um, them in the garden after the fall. You know, what did you do? And then he basically tells, uh, uh, he, he tells a serpent that um, I'm, I'm going to put war between you and the woman's seed, the seed of the woman, which mm -hmm. is a very odd phrase because a woman doesn't have seed, right? That's a prophecy of Jesus Christ, the seed of the woman, virgin birth, right? I'm, go I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to put a war between you two. So right away, there's already like, um, if you're Satan, you know, okay, uh, his plan is is to have um, is, is is to basically bring about a, a human a, a human redeemer, right? So this is this is this is the incarnation of Jesus Christ in the flesh to be the offering for you know on the sin of men. It had to be a human being, right? 
Um, so what's his plan after that, if you're Satan? You, you want to corrupt the uh, DNA of mankind, right? So it got so bad, it was so successful that that's why the flood was sent to basically wipe this out. Because it talks about Noah. Noah, Noah was uh, perfect in his generations. What does that mean? Noah was perfect in his generations. Well, I, I would disagree because I don't believe that Satan's interest is in corrupting human genetics. It's in corrupting man's heart because that's what God wants. God's not interested in there, our genes. No, in that DNA sense. is very is a very important part of redemption. I think because I disagree. I think that's a, I mean that's a very ancient kinsman, Jewish view of it, right? That's the, a very ancient Jewish view of it because they the believe they were kinsman, the chosen redeemer, people. The term kinsman redeemer. Mm -hmm. uh, kinsman redeemer. Why? Why? Why that word kinsman? It means, you know. Uh, when you talk of somebody's kin, you talk of somebody's relative, right? And we're part of the human family, made in the image of God. There are other beings out there, like angels and, and different classes of angels. They do not qualify for, you know, for the work of the cross, right? Wait, repeat that. So... That, wait, who doesn't qualify for Whoa, the work of the like cross? Angel, 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 well, but, but, but angels, <laughs> I'm sure. Just like, angels, angels are not human beings, though, right? Exactly. So I'm saying there aren't specific kinds of human beings of whom we could say they don't have the right genetic combination in order to be saved. No, no, it, it's, and it's the, human the devil DNA. is not trying to alter. No. But also, th there's other elements here that are th th there are other elements here that are important. Well, no, angels don't have DNA because they're not they're, no, they're not physical so, beings. Uh, and also, I mean, the, there are ancient. I mean, there are there are ancient Jewish commentaries that offer up reasons for why the flood happened. Mm -hmm. One of which being that it's because men were entering into contracts with other men. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think what it's the main reason, but I think it's part of it. It's um, part of it. Well, like so, like quote unquote Sodom contract. and Gomorrah. Is, Sodom yeah. and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. Who came down to? Uh, who came down to visit Lot? And and you talking about the angels? The You're angels. talking about okay, yeah, sure, sure. When the men of Sodom and Gomorrah saw them, they he wanted to rape them. Yeah. Okay, but they're men, but they're also mm -hmm. angels. Well, but th that doesn't mean they literally have physical form. It means they're appearing in such a way so they, that they can communicate with the human beings in that probably area. Probably hyperdimensionality. They, you know, they can probably materialize. So, Might have light, like <laughs> yeah. flying machines with light on them. Maybe, so, maybe one way to ex explain it would be like, imagine if on this table there's like little tiny houses and stuff, and we are looking down at these little tiny people. And then you put your hand down and walk with your hand mm -hmm. like it's a person. You right. know, like it's not really well, a person. Um, I think that's a good rough. Two analogy. angels it's, went uh, to visit Abraham as well, right? And Sarah. Yeah, but you know I don't. But, but I don't they think ate that food. angels. They ate food, mm -hmm. right? So they had, no, it, they had physical bodies. There, but, there are but, interesting but, but, but like, descriptions, and, and I don't disagree them. with you. But, but that now let's now let's do the hand mm -hmm. puppet thing where it's yeah. like we're looking down on these little little creatures, and we stick our hand in there and like. Oh yeah, like shining like, a spotlight like, like on the ground it, and know. moving it around. If you're in a hot Look, air balloon with a spotlight, yeah. So I, I well, because also you're like talking eating, about hyperdimensionality, is that we're kind of getting at? Or, yeah, there's there's right. another like point they're in a separate dimension and they're only putting the tip of their yes. finger in to interact with so, us. So this leads in. Well, well okay, can I can I, I just make, wait? I, yeah, I just want to respond to your point. So eating, just in a very human sense, and also in terms of how it's often expressed biblically, it's a way of relating to other people, right? Mm -hmm. People sit down and they eat with one another. So I think that angels, either creating some kind of illusion of a physical form where they're eating, communicates a kind of community or mm -hmm. agreement with that person, but it doesn't necessarily say we have DNA. Right, right, right. Okay. and I agree, because I've seen Cookie Monster eat, but he's not really eating. It's just full. flapping the mouth and the cookies go flying all around. Right, exactly. But like, <laughs> I don't think it looked like that. No, yeah. but, but, but you look, know my point. Like, no, no, I, I get what look, you're saying. Cookie Monster doesn't have DNA. Yeah, dogs, it's dogs, a dude in a costume with a hand in the mouth. Dogs have DNA, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just imagine 
Okay, so Jesus, Jesus Christ, uh, he he became flesh. But what what kind of flesh did he become? Well, he became yeah, the God became man. But man, not dog, not angel. You know, say they have DNA. Okay, mm -hmm. he did not become angel because there were angels who sinned, right? Yeah, the fallen and, angels. Yeah, you know this uh, in Second Peter. I think he says that as well. That, uh, you know those who who, who who did not keep their first estate. So these are angels who came down and committed sin. So there are there are angels who have sinned. They have no chance of redemption. Okay, I agree Why? with that. That angels like, because, because redemption. Loki and Bartleby and Dogma. They have no chance that, because Jesus Christ became a man and he died for the sins of man. So if you're an angel who has sinned, you're out of luck. Right, you cannot be redeemed what, through, what, through that so work. There's, what about there's, Dogma? Remember, have you ever seen the movie Dogma? I've not seen it. No. Nope. So Loki and Bartleby are fallen angels, and then there's a centennial at a church, and the, they say that all those who walk through the, the the gates during the centennial will have their sins forgiven. Okay. And then Loki, uh, uh, so Bartleby is like, "This is how we get into heaven." And Loki's like, "What? You, the, someone's church doesn't mean we can." And he was like, "What you hold true on earth, I will hold true in heaven. We will be forgiven, and we can go home." And that's the premise of the movie. Well, it's a gospel of that movie, I guess. But it's interesting yeah. to think that a non-human could be redeemed by a human god. Maybe well, well, that's true. Well, because God, well, no, he, in the incarnation, he stooped down to our level in a sense. There's a, it, I've heard it expressed that way. But God is, obviously, he's outside of space, he's outside of time. Through the incarnation, God did become man. But my understanding and part of the Catholic understanding of what's different between human and angels and part of why that redemption doesn't apply is firstly, of course, God behaves in mysterious ways. We can't always explain or understand why he would choose for his redemption to be efficacious, not for the angels. But one explanation I've heard that I think is pretty uh, compelling is because angels have the capability of acting with will in a way that's uh, not as pronounced in human beings because we're less intelligent than they are. So because of their superior intellect, they're more capable. Uh, and because they don't have physical bodies and aren't uh, in time the exact same way we are, their choice is permanent whenever they make one. So it's not just that they can't so, be forgiven. So God it's that does they not can't expect repent. much of us. Well, they can't repent. Well, God, I, I think there's an argument to be made that he respects less of us than he, or expects less of us in a certain sense because of our corporeal form and limitations than he would expect so, of angels. Because we are different beings and angels we were have made, a far superior we intellect. Were, we were made in the image of God and angels were not. We were very special. We're made in God's image and likeness. Yeah. Like we're and, made in God's image. That's a mm -hmm. big deal. No disagreement And the angels, there. Yeah. they... They don't have that distinction. Yeah, that's so, an interesting point. So, so maybe Adam did have superior intellect. Before the fall. Before the you're fall. In, you're arguing. That's before interesting. I, I'd have to consider that. I've never heard that. I'd have to think about that and read about that. That's an and, and he also point. knew what he was doing, by the way. I he was not deceived, right? It was Eva was deceived, mm. by the way. I just want to throw that mm. out there as well. Because, yeah, it does um, describe you know, Eva as being deceived. I agree yeah. that it will, will, knowing the right answer and choosing to do wrong is much more sinful than not knowing and doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a, there's there's yeah. increased he, levels of culpability based on your level of knowledge and ability. This is... Sure, definitely. So, definitely. Uh, you know, based on what you're saying there, too. Uh, so, um, so with Adam... Uh, he knew exactly what what he was doing when when you know he he basically um, so he loved his wife so much that when she ate of the fruit and fell into sin that he would he did not want to lose her that, that this is what I think he, I, he, I actually he, agree he did, with this he did not want to yeah. lose her and so he he also willingly partook of the fruit and willingly disobeyed to be with his wife because he loved her so much that that that's that's reflection of Jesus Christ in the church. Because uh, because he willingly died as well, so he could be with 
his church. So, so the I, bride of Christ. Can I can I comment on because I, I agree with part of that and disagree with the other part of it. It's it's definitely been a part of ancient commentary, and there's a theological basis for saying one of the reasons Adam did choose to eat of the fruit was because he did not want to be separated from his right. wife. Uh, however, I know that the church and myself don't understand that to mean that that was a good thing and that that was an no. act of love because by committing that, whereas Christ's death for us was an act of love and was a good thing. But there's more to it than that. And I've, I've mentioned this on the show before, too. Uh, Adam sinned in the sense also that he saw his wife talking to a snake and didn't intervene. And there's a reason mm -hmm. the serpent went for Eve. Mm -hmm. There's a reason serpent, the serpent went for Eve because the man is supposed to engage in discourse for the household. And so part of the result of that is that women tend in their fallen nature, because all humans have a fallen nature, towards usurpation and trying to take roles that are meant for men. And men fail in the sense that we abdicate our responsibility and don't do what's necessary right. to protect it's, women. It's also possible uh, because I think when 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 God when God told Adam, you, you can't eat from this fruit, mm -hmm. that was before Eve was was made, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think he told both of them. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not clear on that. So that that's just what I'm thinking. Do you think um, that Adam did the right thing by joining his wife in the tripping balls or whatever the hell they were That's doing. That's tough. I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough to say because, I mean, uh, on, on, on the face of it, no, it was the wrong thing. He, he, well, he simped, he, right? He Literally. disobeyed yeah. God. But mm -hmm. again, you know, it's like, you know, the lamb uh, was slain before the foundation well, of the world. So God knew this would happen mm -hmm. at the same time. So it's like, yeah. it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, it was, it was part of the plan or not. The, like, the well, also, is, when, the, when the serpent comes to Eve, he says, is it not true that you can't eat of any of the trees? And right. she said, well, no, we can't eat from that tree. So she did know. She did know. But, but also, but, I find but that... was I, she I, told I part, by part, Adam? Or was she told... You know, I believe so. she's told. I, I'd have to double check yeah, on yeah. that. I guess I... Anyway, it's, it's not a big... Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, but it's just but interesting. I love how before yeah. we I think well because also she was not fallen though, right? She was not fallen, so she would have been in greater contact with God than people are now, regardless. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You were literally like, "This is going to become a Bible study." Is <laughs> oh, good. This is see, this is <laughs> the metaphor I can think of is like if my wife was smoking weed, and I'm like, "Man, when you get high, I can't get through to you like this." So maybe I'll smoke weed with you. Like that's like Adam <laughs> maybe. eating the fruit to be with his woman. Maybe he was just a big old simp, you know? Well, that is, but that is. Well, this is one of the things. <laughs> And, and uh, different theologians have described this differently, but basically Adam and Eve, they committed different sins. And Father Ripperger talks about this, and I believe the way he broke it down was, I think Adam committing seven sins and Eve committing five, and I can't remember exactly wow, how he okay. explained them, but one of the sins of Adam was basically what we would colloquially refer to as being a simp. He chose the woman over God, and in doing so, he wasn't right, actually was choosing house. what was good for her, right. right? Because you can't choose the best thing for another person if unless you're choosing what God right. wants you to choose. Oh, man, that's I think, tough. I think there's something so sinful in itself of going back in time and being like, all women are responsible or all men are responsible for this. Everyone's trying to abdicate their own responsibility mm. for original sin and sin in general. You had a great tweet the other day that was like, stop purity testing others and start purity testing yourself. Amen. Why, why? Yeah, exactly. Uh, why not remove the beam from your own eye? And Exactly. Seamus, exactly. are you saying that bros before hoes is codified in the Bible? <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is uh, obey God, love the Lord your God with all your heart. But oh, that's a bit different. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he broke the bros before hoes rule. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. because like That's why we're in this mess now. You could ask what's more important, you know, adhering to God's will or being with your wife. Well, well, but but actually. Well, God's will no, 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 is no, to be with your wife, like, what, not, not for God, Adam. Way, I guess. God is like, I question, gave you, like, imagine, you know, you hook up a guy 
and his wife with a place to live and food. And they're, they're in need. And you're like, I got you this place. You can crash in my place. There's beers in the fridge. There's pizzas. And just just don't eat my apples, dude. Like, I, I really I yeah, just don't want There's psilocybin in there. I know. No, it's just they're mine. You can have anything from the fridge. You don't got to worry about rent. Just please don't eat my apples. And then Eve's like, I'm going to eat one. And then he's like, okay, I guess. Like, that's a dick move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, also, I mean, God told them not to do this. <laughs> one thing that's fascinating, I know that, uh, and I'm blanking on his name, but there's an old um, Orthodox theologian who said that God may have allowed them to eat from that tree later, but didn't think that they were ready. I don't know if that's the official position of the church. I just find that to be an interesting commentary yeah. from an Orthodox theologian. I'm just um, like, simply put, if if someone is letting you stay at their place and it's like everything. Well, God told of, them not to, so of course they shouldn't do I, that. I God told them stuff. not to. I, I don't and what did the devil just... say? You will become like gods if you do it. He told them the same lie that people tell themselves and that he tells people today. You will become your own god. You will become like God. But the I, snake is like so the neighbor people... who comes over and is like, eat the apple. Who cares? Screw yeah. this guy. And so she's many, like, all right. So many people treat it like a a cruelty, like he was trying to prevent them from some sort of knowledge. But yeah. I almost see it the way we treat children. Like I don't mm -hmm. want you have to you to have to struggle with the same things I struggle with. I want you to remain in your magic for as long as possible as a child. I want to protect. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Protect that world that you're in. And God telling them, like, don't eat of this. It's almost like I know those apples have a poison in them that's going to begin to corrupt your mind. And I don't want that for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dosage. It's, you know, don't yeah. eat three hits of acid is basically what he's telling them. <laughs> don't Go have slow. Fruit, and she's like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to eat that. Because I think the fruit is uh, the psilocybin mushroom or the Amanita muscaria. You know, they talk about the tree of life and the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil, I think is what the two different trees mm -hmm. were the mushrooms that grew that had the chemicals mm -hmm. that basically gave these animals consciousness. Hmm. And uh, she overdosed. She took a huge dose of it. And then Adam's like, what? And she's like, Adam, we are. And he's like, what? Huh? And then he's like, all right, I'll join. Because he loved her so much. He's like, I want to understand what you understand. And God's like, this is going to change everything. Do not, don't go down that so path. So I'll explain but, it yeah. from Ian's perspective. So the aliens came to Earth and were doing genetic experiments. And they created these little, like, you know, human monkey dudes. And then they were just like, you no eat mushroom. No, no. And then he leaves, and then one dude comes in, he's like, you should totally do it. And then the female's like, oh, and eats it. And then the male's like, oh, and then eats it. And they're like, what just happened, dude? I'm naked. Except what? Here's, here's where what I in the blast. And this is part of why I disagree. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons I would disagree with that kind of interpretation is because it suggests that man was lower than he is now before he committed the original sin. And now he's risen to a higher level of consciousness. So, but, well, Whereas let, let, I believe it's the exact opposite. Original sin brought us down. But let me let me let me ask you, like, what was the apple? It's been debated. It's yeah, been heavily. There's, there's I mean, it actually of, isn't um, even called an apple. It's called a fruit. fruit. Uh, but oh. we refer to it as an apple, and some people uh, in other cultures actually find that kind of funny. Like, wait, you like specifically call it an apple? Yeah, I mean, that I, makes it yeah. sound less metaphorical. It, it, it right. doesn't well, really matter, but it, you know, um, some people think it was a fig. Some people think it was a uh, mm -hmm. what's it called? Uh, a kins or, or something like a, uh, the five. Mm -hmm. It could literally refer to like but, yeah. product when f fruit meaning like the the the, af the the product of a labor or something. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. probably you know it may have been just you know not not really anything. It's just um, it, it was a test. A like, right. 
will you obey or, 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 or oh it could have literally just right. been like a like a, a little fruit that yeah, didn't matter right. at all mm-hmm. and what's funny though is once once they took of that fruit and disobeyed and committed sin uh you know um God then banished them out of Eden and then put a uh, a flaming uh, uh, he hmm. he put an angel with a, a flaming sword to uh, uh, to basically block them block them from getting to the uh, tree of life right which is interesting because yeah. it's like why did he not do that with uh, the first tree right so um, it was a test and uh, once they disobeyed and and fell into sin if if they then took of that um, life tree uh that that may have like you know like sealed their fate forever i've actually heard that i'm not yeah i think god wanted them to uh take the fruit i don't think he wanted them to but i think he he would right but i I do i think humans have free will right yeah yeah and then we are supposed to be virtuous people and then if we are and we're faithful because if if they did if if they did not take of the fruit they would have been you know like in this sort of childlike state forever well but we call this the happy fault we call this the happy fault as well there's no opportunity to prove you're a good moral virtuous person unless you enter this this space i don't know if that's fruit. true well because they could have proven that they were good and virtuous simply by not eating it because they would have obeyed god but there is precedent oh, in the catholic tradition yeah. there's precedent in the catholic tradition for referring to the happy fault right so obviously i mean th- this original sin every horrible thing that has ever happened in the world happened because of this sin we can't underestimate that right every genocide every act of rape or, or child uh sexual exploitation everything every horrible thing that ever happened happened because of this original sin i mean the severity can't it's be it's, understated it's 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 a it's, it's, so it's the fault of women but <laughs> it's the fault of all of us but um it, or it's the fault of adam and eve but th- there's an additional element here which is that all being true Christ was able to show us this this uh, beautiful love, and God was able to show us this beautiful love let as me, a me, result of that original sin you know, being if, committed no, 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 and let him me, coming to question, save us. And that's uh, why it is sometimes referred to as a happy fault. Uh, so it's, when it's we very it's it's a, it's a very interesting thing. We, we hear a lot of stories about Jesus and the the travels, the things he did, but but that's like watching a TV show. You only get the highlights, right? Like you'll the be Bible watching. The Bible even says that there are we couldn't write down everything. Right, right. So like, here, there are many other things that there are shows where it's just like you watch an episode, and then it's like three months later, and something happens, and there's stuff that happens in between. What was like the daily life of Jesus? Yeah, I think yeah. he went to India and learned Reiki well, and, I and I studied think they Hinduism and stuff. That, though. No, no, I, I, I don't so know. I, I'm, not, I'm saying like yeah, for for you, Seamus, who you are faithful and a believer, what is written, what is known about like a regular day? I think that there so. In terms of Christ's daily life, in part, you can just sort of look to historic context, how people lived in that part of the world. I think there's there's good indication that he woke up early. Um, there's there's moments in scripture where he's, we um, oh man, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the exact passage and I can, I can pull it up in a little bit. But well, yeah, I mean, so the apostles were were fishermen, and we actually get uh, the the idea that they weren't very good at it either <laughs> because they're they're not really catching fish, and then Christ helps them to. Nice. So you just look at daily life in that region and probably something like that. I mean, he was telling people that he was the son of God and the response was, well, is this not Joseph, the, the carpenter's son? And so it's clear that it was a more ordinary life in some sense.
Yeah. I think the most incredible things that we do in our life are done in the most, quote unquote, insignificant moments to mm. w- what we would perceive as significant or interesting. It's the day to day little conversations you have. It's the boring in betweens. And yes, they highlighted the interesting stuff in the Bible. But I think it's like when life slows down and you have meaningful conversations with people that have nothing to do with media, tweets, none of that. Mm. Those are the real meaningful moments. And Also, by the way, I just found it. It's in uh, Mark chapter one where it mentions Jesus getting up early uh, mm. before the sunrise and going out to pray. I just started getting um, up early. It's life-changing. Getting that sun. <laughs> Andrew it's Huberman. crazy. No, it's it's true. Get, the, getting up earlier, and this is something I've always struggled with, especially someone running a business and then having this crazy upload schedule and having a bunch of random stuff thrown at me that I don't expect. Like It has been hard to get a good, consistent sleep schedule, but whenever I'm able to get up in the morning, I always have just a far better day. It's clearly yes. what man is meant to do. I saw a meme video of this girl she's like i know i'm gonna sound horrible i really hate to tell you this all but waking up at 5 a.m going to the gym eating a healthy smoothie it actually does make you happier it's true. i know i, I sound awful i know month. i'm disgusting but it is better <laughs> well, i did it for about one month and it was life-changing and then i just i fell back into sin <laughs> yeah. after yeah. That. but like, you were just, i know yeah, i know yeah. i know exactly what you mean but then you remember and you go that was so good for me and it's fascinating right because we live in a culture where you're never able to suggest that someone's miserable because of their own choices <laughs> If I'm miserable, right. it's either because society has done something wrong to me or because my own existence is fundamentally corrupt. There's just something wrong with, with my body. And do you think that there's nothing I can do to get past it? But no, it's uh, all of the things that everyone gets uh, lambasted for saying will help your mental health, will help your mental health, with uh, the exception of, of course, severely mentally ill people. All caveats aside, blah, blah, blah. Hey, man, maybe even them. Mm, you know, yeah. getting some early sunlight. That mm. You know what's weird, though? Why, why do you think sad music is so popular? Like there's something I, I, people yeah. like like feeling emotion because it in makes general. you feel seen. Yes, people like interesting like that that yeah. smoking until three a.m. listening to sad music that's emotional. People actually get addicted to that feeling, and the problem yeah. is when you can feel it in a vacuum uh, as like a, a moment in time that's processing an important emotion. It's a good thing, but when there's people that get addicted to that constantly, and all they listen to is the depressing music, all they do is enter that world. I've noticed this with algorithms on the computer. If I have an algorithm that is constantly politics talking about the end of the world or, you know, gendered, I've deliberately gone out and I've followed a bunch of feminist accounts to balance out all of the woman hatred on my timeline. I want man hatred so that I can look at it all and see the absurdity of both sides together and be like, wow, this is like, I see this happening on both sides. Clearly it's somewhere in the middle. You guys Mm -hmm. are delusional, blaming each other. You have your environment, your friends, the people you talk to. They 100% impact you. And people who think they can keep a sane, sober mind in an environment that is completely dripping with a bias, Mm -hmm. they're delusional. you, You are probably in that cult right now and you don't know it. I, we got we, we I got I got notified of some drama just now from nice. a couple hours ago. And I'm, I'm going to address it. So um, there's a there's a viral uh, edit of Jazz Jennings' life and talking about the things that have happened. And I responded to it with, "Where is Ron DeSantis? This is all happening in Florida." Question. And we know that a lot of it, what's going on with Jazz Jennings as a, a trans child. Uh, did not happen in Florida, but they do live in South Florida now and have even expressed, I believe they've talked about their fears about what's going on in Florida. And I got a response from uh, Christina Peshaw and from uh, Jeremy uh, Redfern. And these are both, uh, This is uh, Jeremy is the deputy press secretary for DeSantis and Christina is the um, uh, personal, uh, I, she's still the press, press secretary, I believe. And so uh, she said, 
uh, what did you say? I regret to inform you that Jason's 22 and the and governor doesn't have a time machine. I'm not sure which state these procedures ha happened in, but it, uh, if it was in Florida, Jazz was a minor before DeSantis was governor. And I, I just kind of feel like they're either completely ignorant over what we've talked about in the show and what's being addressed. Jeremy said, but how is it supposed to get outrage clicks? Pretty sure that there's video that, that there are videos showing that Jazz is not willing to take a, a medical device and place it into a wound to separate it and uh, has been severely depressed and the mother is saying it's your fault and the mother's threatening to wring the neck of Jazz Jennings. So if that's if they're currently living in South Florida and when I say like, what's going on? Where is the DeSantis administration? And your response is, he doesn't have a time machine. Y'all can go fuck yourselves because that's a pathetic response. Very pathetic. Mm. There you go. My, nice my heart just goes right out to Jazz Jennings. Right. I they're they're I in South Florida. The child, the, 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 uh, Jazz is 22 and an adult, but that doesn't change the fact that if somebody is being, if, if the mother goes on TV and says, if Jazz lets the wound close, I will wring her neck. It's kind of like, do you do nothing? Is there not even a statement to be made like we're concerned about this? Just nothing? Just, you don't have a time machine? Okay, great. Yeah. I'm, I'm real confident in your administration. Well, there's there's so many factors there. There's the one, like family, that's so yeah. much pressure. Trying to appease your family, make sure they're happy. They're the people you're going to be closest with your entire life. And then two, once it's already done, once the surgery is already done, Jazz Jennings has no choice right now but to double down, double down, double down, triple down. And I don't know if there's any help at that point. Like you said, you're right. It is a bit of a dismissive statement. Oh, we don't have a time machine, but man what a just horrific kerfuffle that yeah. no one can get out of my heart totally goes out to jazz. it's just, just like, it's mind-boggling to me that you could do someone to that you could do that to someone not end up in prison it's, it's just like literally the most pathetic response and it mm. and and like what what little strength i saw in the in the DeSantis administration is gone because we had the issue with trump's uh, extradition and Ron DeSantis' response was, I'm not going to get involved. And I'm like, bro, just say no. Like, you don't got to do anything other than be like, you're not extraditing him. He can choose to go, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, be like, I'm not going to let you do it. Uh, and I was like, okay, but it's fine because I think Ron's still like a really great governor and he still does speak out. He's doing a really, really good job. But like, I think this, the reason they're really mad, I think the reason is press people are like, he doesn't have a time machine, is because they're they're impotent in the issue. They they will not go up against a TLC channel celebrity trans kid, despite the fact the mother is on TV saying, if you don't do this, I will do it. Like, that's Ugh. a threat of assault to insert a medical device into, a, into someone who is an adult who is saying no to it. And their response is, doesn't have a time machine. You know what, man, that is just so fucking pathetic. Like the, the moment the show comes out, there should be a the DeSantis administration should be like, we're putting our AG or our, or our, our criminal investigative division because they're going to have footage from that show. And it looks like that's probable cause of a threat of force against an individual, you know, who's clear. Like, I'll put it this way. Jazz Jennings not doing the dilation indicates Jazz does not want to. Right. As an adult. The mother then says, I've wake, woken her up and said, if you don't stick this in you, I will. And then later said, if she leaves and it closes, I will wring her neck. Uh, yeah. At that point, should you be like, I think we should have a criminal investigation. It sounds like abuse. coercive control, which is a type of interfamily violence. But it's kind of like taking a medication that if, because if she doesn't dilate it, it'll seal up and she could die from infection. Oh, so it's, geez. yeah, that's... It, it's kind of like, I will make you stay alive. So it's not really a, a threat of violence, although it is a kind of a... It, it is. Like, it, how what was, uh, what was already like, done is so... was is obscenely violent. But, but, yeah. but just like... like you destroy this, this, this person's body. If, if an adult is taking a choice in, uh, in and of themselves and an individual then says... As, like if an adult comes to another adult and says, if you do not do this thing, I will do it. I will insert this into your body. 
Like, I think at the very least right there, it warrants an inquiry of some sort. Yeah. But more importantly, when she says to the camera, if it closes, I will wring her neck. That combined with the other one implies there are threats of violence against Jazz to do this. And yeah. the, 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 the DeSantis administration could simply be like, a woman on television threatened, said she will choke her child, mm -hmm. who is an adult, if she does not was insert it, a medical device into... Was it like a flippant statement from yeah. the mom? Like, oh, I'll wring her neck. Yeah, like, it was. was it like that? Or was she, it she, more she, like, she, I will literally no, wring her neck? No, it was not an threat of she violence. She said, if Jazz goes to college and that thing seals up, I will wring her neck. But was that like a... I, I can understand that being interpreted both ways. Like It is the combination of the two sound bites yeah. that I believe warrants... At the very well, I'm least. not. I'm it's, not defending the parents. Don't but, get me but, but wrong. But I'm said, just wondering it's how the police. It's speech the first, to yeah. say something like that. If but, you look, say on Tuesday at 4 p.m. I'm going to wring the person's neck, that becomes an imminent threat of but, violence. But I'm talking about the combination of these two statements. The one I wake Jazz up in the middle of the night and say, "If you don't do this, I will." You argue, "Well, it's a medical That's thing that has to be creepy. done." That's creepy. But is then like, you add to it her saying, "I will wring your neck." Yes, we understand threatening to wring someone's neck may be a figure of speech, yeah. like, I will be very angry with you. But she already said she wakes Jazz up and says, if you don't do this thing, I will do it to you. Combine those two things, and now I think a reasonable— like, Here's what I think. I think the, the DeSantis administration is terrified to actually take a strong cultural stance on what appears to be severe, severe abuse stemming over a very long period of time. But now this family lives in their jurisdiction and is currently engaged in questionable behaviors that I believe are abuse. Maybe they're not fine. I'm saying that the bare minimum, there could be a uh, inquiry, but they won't do it because they're scared. The I left will go nuts. DeSantis will will have no way to deal with the with the press. I think that this shows shows me and what I, my concern is with the DeSantis, DeSantis presidency is that he will compromise, negotiate and bend to the press. He won't come out and just be like, that's horrible. Donald Trump's the kind of guy that if he saw that clip on Tucker, he would immediately go out onto a stage and be like, what is this thing with this woman? Did you see this? She's saying she's going to stick the oh, my God. Trump would just come out and start saying it. A lot of this, I think, hinges on jazz and what jazz wants. Because if jazz goes to the authorities and is like, she won't leave me alone, she's forcing me, then I think there will yeah. be an inquiry. But, you know, when when somebody is, uh, you know, being manipulated like that their whole life, it's 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 yeah. hard for that to happen, right? Like That's uh, why I'm she, like... She's probably under some, you know, how, how, psychological control or yeah. something. How, how yeah. about the what, what happens right now is the DeSantis administration sends a letter to the production company saying it's an order to preserve video and evidence, then just says, we are going to issue a subpoena as part of an investigation, and we're going to look at this footage and see what's there, and then start looking at the behind the scenes clips of what what may be abuse. And that's the that's a, that's, a, that's an inquiry that maybe stops and says, we think it's bad, but we don't think it goes that far. Instead, it's like, he doesn't have a time machine. That's not an answer, dude. Like this stuff's still going on. The show is on the air. This person is depressed, morbidly obese, didn't go to college. Talks about severe mental health issues, and you have videos of the mother saying very, very awful things. I think, there, like, if there's one thing government would do, it's like, if there's a reason for law enforcement to exist, it is to prevent that from happening to a child. Mm -hmm. But she's not but, a child. But, 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 but I know, but no, I understand that they aren't anymore. But I'm they... saying the fact that that was able to happen right. in the first place is a but, travesty. But, but the age, the age of majority in, in instances of familial abuse 
it, you, you don't stop being protected by the law because you're an adult now. Mm. Uh, a coercive relationship where you're being like, if, if it was an adult woman, an adult man, and the man said to the woman something about sticking something inside her and then later said he'd, he'd wring her neck, he'd be arrested in two but seconds. She, she would have to be the one that came to the police and presented nope. that. No? If, well, for a medical uh, imagine treatment. the scenario. Imagine the scenario. A video emerges of a man saying, I wake my wife up in the middle of the night. I say, if you don't stick this thing, I will do it. And then later says, like, if she goes out and she doesn't, I'm going to wring her neck. Because doesn't she have it to would be go the, to the one house. that presses charges? No. Are you sure? If, 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 so the state is the one that presses charges, not the individual. Yeah, but I don't want big daddy so government being like, ooh, point, you said a bad my point word, is simply, we're going to get you. No, I'm talking about a guy saying he's, he's, he's holding, he's, he's waking up a woman in the middle of the night and saying he's going to stick something yeah, in Yeah, like her. a needle, like a medical treatment. Anything. Like some intravenous diabetes And thing. then later says, if she doesn't, I'm going to ring her neck. she doesn't take her insulin, I'm going to... That would result in the cops knocking on the door and saying, ma'am, we'd like to have a word with you. Hmm. Dude, I have Maybe. seen guys get arrested for so much less. There's a video of a woman hitting herself with a hammer and then her husband gets arrested. Like, it is, it is, it is remarkably easy for a woman to call the cops and say, my husband threatened me, they show up in two seconds. But she's the one who made the report. Neighbors can call and say, I'm hearing a fight next mm. door and the man's screaming, That's and they will Soviet take the guy stuff. out of the house and say, go somewhere else for the night. We have, we have a video, we have decades of footage, we have all of these public statements from Jazz that are questionable, and then the mother saying these things on TV, and the, and the DeSantis administration is like, well, we don't have a time machine, so best thing I think we can do out. is have compassion for jazz, yeah. be here for jazz, Amen. and Amen. let jazz make the decision. Anyone who has transitioned as a child, I have infinite sympathy. Oh, yeah, is... infinite, because there's no way, like someone in that psychological state, you can and you can never expect them to come out and say what was done to me was wrong because the amount of weight and like the mm -hmm. pillars of salt and sand they're going to have to undo for their entire vision of the world and their future. You know, that's accepting my future is over, who I am is over, my my chance of having the family yeah. that I wanted, all of these things is over. That is like such an overwhelming ask of someone. All you can do is is give them sympathy at this point in their life and maybe, you yeah. know, they can work through that eventually. But holy, like they have been so set up for failure. It's not even funny. I agree. It's well, not a little bit. It, like, it's funny. such <laughs> an unbelievably uh, difficult and strenuous uphill battle for that person to be able to like ever be capable of seeing the truth about what was done to them, the nature of of who they are, the fact that you know their their identity was taken from them rather than affirmed, mm -hmm. the fact that they will never be able to have things that the rest of us just take for granted that mm -hmm. we can have. I mean, it is it's barbaric. It's You'll barbaric. have different things though, Jazz. You'll have a different life than a lot of people, but it'll still be pretty cool. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah there's no need Beautiful to despair. Soul in there. Exactly. Beautiful exactly. Sure. Well, and I think it's important. Like when we discuss these things, we want to speak very clearly about how absolutely horrible this is to deter people from doing this to speak truth to make clear what's happened while also allowing people who have had this this horror inflicted upon them to know that they need not despair they can still have a good a very beautiful and wonderful and important part of life has been taken from you but that does not mean your life doesn't have meaning, and that does not mean you can't have a good life. Something beautiful was stolen from you, but that does not mean that you need to despair and that there will not be good things in your life. Yeah, there could be beautiful. hundreds of millions of kids that feel out of their body right now, Jazz, that you're speaking to, mm -hmm. that you could guide through life and help them, you know, reduce pain. I mean, that's just ease the pain and suffering of, of young people and adults even that are going through it. You're, you're in a the position the, of power and really importance right now. The response I'm getting from the DeSantis people is just like false arguments, sophistry, and deflection. 
Jazz is an adult and DeSantis has banned gender surgeries so that people won't grow up with the same pain and regret. I said, it's happening now. Did you even watch the video? Are adult, are people allowed to force medical devices into adults against their will in Florida? Apparently the answer is yes. Apparently the answer is right now, if you're in Florida and you have an adult child and you say, if you don't stick this in you, I'll do it. And then later saying publicly, I will wring their neck if they don't. That's totally fine. Not questionable in any way. So, okay, Florida. I don't know. The, so, if, if if the mom if if the mom was to be charged, who who would bring the charges? That would be the state. The state, the state. always bring the charges, and and that's the prosecutor, right? Prosecutor. Yeah, people people so, make the mistake of thinking that an individual pressing charges is the one bringing the charges. They're right. not. So, in fact, there's many circumstances where a person, let's say you're like walking down the street and a guy comes up to you and shoves you, and a cop watches it. You can say, officer, I don't want to press charges. Hmm. Typically, the cop will say, okay, sure, but for, for two reasons. One, it's, it's easier just to say fine. And two, without a complaining witness, there's almost hmm. no case. However, if the cop watches it happen, he can say, buddy, I don't need you. I witnessed yes. it. I'm okay. taking the report. Sir, you're under arrest. And right. the, Mirandizing is only a part of an investigation. So I love these videos of leftists being like, I have not been read my rights. They're not... Cops don't have to read you your rights if they know you committed the crime. But That's if, so if, can you go and retroactively enforce a law that was passed after the actual? No, and you shouldn't be able to, but I'm not talking about that. See, what they're doing right now is they're conflating that Jazz went through these surgeries, therefore I'm insisting they use a law retroactively. I'm literally talking about a video that came out of them in Florida and the mother saying, if you don't do this, I will. And if you don't, I'll wring your neck. I can tell you, dude, if there's a video of Jazz being like, no, stop, stop. And the mom coming at her and putting something inside her body, then she'll have a knock on the so door from my, the authorities. So my point is, if I hear fighting next door and I call the police and say, I hear a man and woman fighting. They will show up and at least knock on the door and say, can we speak to you alone? I did that once. I and they, the cops will separate the men and the women and say, what's going on? Here we have a video of the mother saying, if you don't do, I have woken Jess up in the middle of the night and I have said, I've taken the dilator and lubricated and said, if you don't stick this in your vagina. And then she goes on. I'm not going to repeat what she said. And I'm like, that right there should warrant a knock on the door. And their response is, well, we don't have a time machine. You know what, man? Sure. Let's go to Super Chats hmm. and we'll see what y'all have to say. Okay, wait. Can I throw a social hand grenade in quickly? Yeah, please. So uh, you have uh, kind of the right wing side. This is actually a stone toss meme, I think. They talk a lot about uh, how we need to make it illegal for child uh, sex transition. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Chins and genital mutilation. Do you guys think that genital mutilation against men as children in the form of circumcision should be legal? I think no, it should, I think it should I don't be think so. I don't think I don't think that those two things are equivalent, but I don't think it should be legal. No, I happened to me and I never really suffered. So I don't really care. Uh, so the issue is, I think it results in like removing 70% or whatever of nerve endings. So I, I think no complaints, also, I can say also uh, and, and, and even what I understand, copium, though, the way you know, <laughs> good point. The, the, if, and also no one. So, well, there's a couple different 
important points to make about this. Well, so again, well, I do not believe that circumcision is at all equivalent to what they're doing to children now with these like quote unquote transitions. I, I still am very against it. I don't think it should be legal. And also the kinds of medical circumcisions that are done today, from what I understand, are very different from the ones that were done in the Bible, too. Now, again, the, the circumcisions that the New Testament makes clear are not required. We're, we're supposed to have a circumcision of the heart. But even so, when people will start talking about, like, Jewish communities. Well, even then, that's not the kind of circumcision where you remove all of it, from what I understand. Those were, um, like, what, what it's done, done by now, The way it's done now, it's, it's very different. Yeah, Back yeah. Back then, it would be like, if you so get my infected, point is, I so just, we're going to clean it. We're gonna, we got to go to Super Chats. Okay, if you haven't already, would you kindly no. smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member. Let's read. Brett Tezdal says, Tim, as I write this, you're getting a shout out for your show last night on the Mark Levin Show. Oh, cool. That was a great show last night. Very cool. Tiffany Garrison says, hi, Tim. I checked and your crochet Roberto Jr. arrived today. My teens and I loved making him for you trying to get these teens off their phones if you want more for the store let us know we will uh, check it out we'll have the well, we'll go pick it up amos moses says look into the story about two guys facing life in prison for engraving a schematic of an nfa item on a metal business card the atf even had difficulty using the schematic to create a full auto rifle with a couple of failed attempts okay so i i think uh, of, of an uh, of we say Engraving a schematic of an NFA item. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yes, it's a, a metal card with a drawing on it. And if you cut it out, it makes a component that can be used in a weapon. And they, they've they criminally charged these guys. It's crazy. Flufferboy says, Ian, I love you. You're a beautiful human. I love your name, Flufferboy. <laughs> All right, we'll grab some more Super Chats. Let's scroll down and see what we got. Bo Rai Cho says, yo, that show was lit last night. Yeah. Well, right Shout on. out to Lance. Thanks for coming down, man. 12 yeah, hour journey, like, bro. Of course, now the response from the left is that Lance was an, an, an like was was not the right person for the debate. Yeah, I don't think we won't really debate. I don't know. It, I didn't expect a debate. It was cool to talk about, you know, vastly there's, different. There, there, there's always ideas. a debate because what happens every time a lefty comes on the show is before the show starts, they say something that's just absolutely untrue. And then there's like nothing that can be done. I can't just sit here and be like, oh, OK, that's. Fine. The funny thing is we're talking like, dude, if we were talking about the banking industry, we would have just been agreeing all night. So the issue is like, hey, there's a video showing people in Canada being dragged out of their homes during COVID lockdowns. No, that never happened. I'm like, there's videos of it. It's like, I, I can't just say like, you're right. It never happened, even though I've seen the videos. Like they, they just say things that aren't true. And then I'm like, OK, well, there are videos. I'll pull them up. And then the other issue is like when it when it comes to studies, it's it's all selective. So one of the big contentious moments was. There are two peer-reviewed studies about desistance being 61 to 98%. And he says, I reject those because a meta-analysis of 51 studies says otherwise, but like a meta-analysis is not a peer-reviewed study. It did not go through science. It is the opinion of researchers who read other opinions. Mm -hmm. There were 55 studies analyzed. 52 or three of them had some No result. one, No one can lie like someone who can talk about numbers. You look mm -hmm. at all the studies that came yeah. out that were highlighted in the New York Times, Atlantic, everything, talking about how illegal immigrants commit less crime. And then sure enough, you have uh, you know an analysis done of those studies. And they don't usually register illegal immigrants as such until they're in prison. And then they get their status. So when you're using the data based off just arrest, it's like, duh, you're not going to mm -hmm. be getting any. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer persuaded Illegal. by studies. So I know, study, I know. Like, it's probably <laughs> bullshit. Like, it, you know, uh, you have to look at the methodology of the study. I'm not going to read all that. Oh yeah, how many yeah, people one, well, were one studied? Of the most effective, but what, what are the most effective ways to use studies when you 
work in politics <laughs> no is to know your opponent studies so you can know exactly why they're nonsense yeah <laughs> it's like, well if someone wants to do all, all that research <laughs> all power to them i'm the yeah. same way with polls let's read some more i don't, I don't get into polls anymore all right, Coldilocks Production says, just correcting you from two days ago, Iron Dome has been tested against both Scud, Mach 5 and 6 ballistic missiles, and low-alt subsonic cruise missiles, and has been successful. The rockets fired by Hamas are smaller than drones. It can stop, uh, what does it say? It says, it says, it can drone swarms. So stop drone swarms, I believe. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Batman has no superpowers, but he's a superhero. Yes, he actually does. It's called peak human. It, it, it's a, that, that's the phrase for, uh, in comic books, when a person has seemingly absurd powers that they say aren't powers. So, for instance, Batman can teleport when he's talking to, he's, he's in a bank vault with one exit, and then the guy turns <laughs> around, and then he turns around, Batman's gone. And it's like, he has no, okay, come on. Is that like Daredevil? It's called being rich. He bank transferred the guy who was guarding the bank and he's like, well, sick. it'll be like, <laughs> he'll, he'll be in a room <laughs> and the guy will be talking and then turn around and look at something. When he turns back, Batman's gone. That's not a, that's not possible in the real world. Is Daredevil peak human? It, it's movie Dare, magic. Daredevil Look, actually has superpowers. It, oh. it's, it's lazy. Daredevil. He's like a bat. Ooh. Yeah, Dare, What's Dare, Daredevil's power? He got splashed in the face with a chemical that took away his eyes, but amplified his senses beyond human. Okay, hypersensitivity. Yeah. Hyper senses, and so he can see like sonar in 360 degrees. That's awesome. Did they yeah. make a Moon Knight movie? They I made a, they it. made a show, oh. and they just ruined Moon Knight. Oh, like, I used to read that one when I was younger, but, but I never but, watched. But the that show. was like uh, it was like Marvel's Batman, right? Yeah. And now it's actually just an Egyptian superhero who's like got mummy powers. Mummy power. <laughs> yeah. So like Moon Knight was just a rich guy in a suit who was kind of like Batman, but a little crazier. And then Moon Knight, the show, is about a guy who is crazy, but has the ability to summon the power of the Egyptian gods, and then, you know, whatever. It was an okay show, I guess. Hequibus says, what about Kids in the Hall? Come on, Lauren. Canada. Kids in the Hall was legit. What's Kids in the Hall? Oh, it's like a sketch what? comedy show. Oh. Uh, Come on. Dave. What's <laughs> oh, Dave's last name? Is this a Canadian thing? Am I like, yes. oh, oh. Dave, lettuce, that guy with the lettuce head? That was a there's funny a skit. there's a, a funny skit where these two guys are like looking at their neighbor's gazebo and so then they lift it up and steal it and then and she comes out and there's like a hole in her yard where the gazebo was and she sees them in the yard partying so she calls the cops and then the cops are like where did you get this gazebo and they're like we bought it from our friend and like where and it's like they go to an abandoned house and they like throw a rock at the window and this crazy guy looks out and the cops like excuse me sir did you sell these boys a gazebo and he's like no no and they're like you may not remember us the gazebo i was like do you sell these boys anything and then he's like the gazebo and then the, and then i think it's um dave foley dave foley he's <laughs> he's like i did sell these boys a gazebo and then you know it's just a funny skit you gotta I see feel it. like it's i've lost old school my canadian humor. card Jeez. old school funny yeah i did see a horde of moose the other day so really a whole horde of actually them. a whole horde of, there were like 10 Wow. And then I was like so fascinated with them. I didn't take a picture. So clearly I'm lying if you don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> Nothing I love, exists if you didn't film it. I love Jeff, Jeffrey Rook says, well, if she's doing meth, CPS should get involved because she's trying to kill the chat. But I mean, meth is illegal. So <sighs> guy last night was pretty smart, but always defaulted to default narrative. Have $50 for YouTube clipping that delicious moment. I couldn't believe that he actually said that. That does not what I expected him to say. Said what? That you. Oh, so. Seamus said, a woman can do whatever she wants to the baby if it's inside oh, her. Yeah, yeah. He said, no, but it's her body so she can choose. And I said, what about meth? And then he said, well, Child Protective Services could get, could get involved. And I said, you know, why? And he was like, because then she's just trying to intentionally kill the child. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> like, I don't understand what you're saying. 
she she's a you think she's allowed to terminate the life of the baby at, with a doctor, but she can't do anything that would intentionally terminate the life of the baby. Makes no sense. It's like its own special trolley question. Like if yeah. you pull the lever, then it'll die via meth. Or <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't a trick question. It was it was it was it wasn't a trick question. I thought his response was going to be something like, oh, come on, like meth isn't a medically uh, necessary procedure about making the decision of whether or not you're going to have a child. It is an abusive drug that causes damage to your body and won't even necessarily kill the child. It could just cause serious injury and harm to both you and the child. There's a big difference. I thought that he was going to say something like that because it was not a trick question. I was like trying to see where he would draw the lines morally. Instead, he just outright said, you can't intentionally kill the child. And I'm like, wait, what? See, this is why you should just have a show where you like quickly run across the table and dress up in a different costume and debate yourself as a leftist. <laughs> it's like playing chess I, against I, yourself. I, I can argue their position is better than them. <laughs> Cult Werraith says, Tim, I have been looking into the Nephilim for years. Hmm. Please have on Deer and Sharon Gilbert to cover this topic for you. They are oh, not it's, Sethites. It's Derek. Derek Gilbert, I know. Oh, Derek. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, he's a good guy to talk to, yeah. They are not uh, Sethites, and there are threads that run all through the Bible. I So one recommendation I could make, too, and I've shouted him out on the show before, but I think Jimmy Akin would be a very interesting guest for any uh, religious discussion, uh, especially about these matters. He has a podcast called Jimmy Akin's <laughs> Mysterious World, where he goes into a bunch of like weird conspiracy theories and stuff, but from a, a Catholic uh, perspective. A Catholic convert. Chris Plasek in the regular chat said, Tim's wrong about Moon Knight. It's always been about the Egyptian gods, but you can never tell if it's real or he's crazy. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, like cool. American Psycho. Never saw it. No? Okay. Never That's mind. Christian Bale? I like the <laughs> yeah, scene where he's stretching. You can't tell in the entire movie if he's if having he's like a hallucination or, or if he's actually done all these things. Uh, you can't tell if, he's, if his actions are good or bad. <laughs> that that's too. Been, that's the moral at some point so true. What, what, Trevor, I've actually never seen it. Let's read this. Trevor Lynch, Island. Trevor Lynch right. says the Nephilim are spoken about and alluded to all over the Bible. Hmm. That's what the conquests of Joshua was about: clearing the Rephaim, mm -hmm. giant Nephilim clans from the land. Also, one Peter and Jude is referenced. I wonder if they were the Denisovans. You know that that other hominid heard, that yeah, I don't very think tall. so. I don't think so. But yeah, yeah that's interesting. Like an, yeah. an ancient hominid that wasn't a homo sapien. Yeah, I think Hancock talks about the, uh, whatever you said. Denisovans? They were like yeah. Himalayan. They were like up in North I love Asia um, that conversation people have about like why the uncanny valley exists. Like why yes. humans are afraid of things that look like them mm. but aren't quite them. And it's like, well, clearly wow. we evolved to have this uh, reaction because there was something on earth that was our mortal or physical enemy. Neanderthal. That or, looked like us but wasn't quite or, us. Lauren, I have another explanation. Yeah. Goosebumps, man. What if? It's because we as humans are more than pure machinations. And even if you get something that's identical to us in terms of appearance, we know there's no soul. Hmm. Mm. I hope so, because AI is coming. AI. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all, racist all I will against say robots is for sure. Stay human. Yeah. Stay yeah, human. Do not Keep your DNA in my bio pick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, Andrew G says go. solving last night proportional response debate. In every jurisdiction in USA, a threat of deadly force is treated the same as actual deadly force. Yes. Just got to adhere to the uh, eyewitnesses. Rusta says, I can answer this now. God granted us free will because without free will, we cannot truly love. Mm -hmm. God created us for love and without the possibility to reject God's love, it would not have been true love. Amen. You know, it's kind of cliche, but love really is the main theme of scripture, really. So like, true. love... it. It transcends everything. The Greeks have it broken down into eight different types. Which yeah, is there, are, there are different types. Yes. Erotic love. There's familial yeah. love. Love, yeah. of, love yeah. of friendship. You know. JN says the reason for the tree of knowledge of good and evil 
is since Adam and Eve were created in a perfect world and in order to exercise free choice, you need at least one option that is opposite from everything else, which was good. Also, that same tree was a was a form of the law. Hmm. I think that's, that's, that, that's sim- well, that's similar to what I think you guys were saying. I think that give it, everything's perfect, but you're given the option to do the opposite. Otherwise, you're not really good if there's right. no chance to not be good. No, you're just basically thinking, a robot at that point. In yeah, the Garden of Evil, they said God was there. If it was actually a dude that was speaking as God, and then like over time, as the people die and other people are born, they become the God of the time, and they're like, now I am God. And, and as the story's written, it's always about God, but it happens to be whoever that human was at that time. Mm, it's kind of like the Matrix, number this six. Is, this is one thing <laughs> that disturbs me about the Garden story. Is I've, I've been reading C.S. Lewis, The Weight of Glory, uh, lately, and at the beginning he talks about the idea that a lot of sin and a lot of um, you know the depths of humanity that people get to, they, they usually are pursuing them because they're trying to fill something in themselves. They've got this intimation of deprival, and they're just exercising it in the wrong ways. They, they really want to find that wholeness. They want to be loved. So they go to, they do a bunch of drugs, orgies, this, that, because they're trying to fill a hole in themselves. And then I wonder what... And that makes sense to me. We've all got this longing for something outside of ourselves. But what hole in themselves were the people in the garden trying to fill? Like, what was the... Uh, they that, That's an interesting question. It's a very interesting question. I mean, how does he temper? You will be like God. Um, th- there's an argument to me. Like, there was nothing... Because there was an original sin, there wasn't necessarily, like, a hole to fill, but they still chose uh, to do wrong. God knew dudes with flaming swords and maybe they wanted one of those well and also i think i i also think that part of that too is with the, this idea of the angel with the flaming sword not being able to return it's we'll never have paradise on earth right that's just not possible for us uh, i guess until the eschaton when well, god yeah. recreates the world but none of our ideologies none of our attempts to create heaven on earth are yes. ever going to be successful uh, yeah. we uh, have right. left right. the garden we got some trouble deuce bigelow says tim did you see christina pishaw and jeremy redfern take you to task over your unreasonable standards for desantis you should have those two on to address them. You know what? No, I'm going to totally concede the argument outright. I surrender. If you're on camera saying that you have to wake up someone to threaten to stick a medical device into a, 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 a neo-vagina and that if they don't do it, you'll wring their neck in Florida, that is okay. And if there's nothing they can do about it, I accept that's Florida's current standard and that there is no action you know, that will be taken. If there's one thing I really hate, I, I, end of story. If there's one thing I really hate about this whole like it's Trump versus DeSantis thing, it's like you know you 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 have this issue, and you know there's a real soul that it, you know that um you know that is now suffering in in this story, but they don't care. It's about how does this you know uh, is this pro DeSantis or is this pro Trump, and you know how does it benefit my guy? Like it, it's just this brainless. Uh, civil war almost and it's just it's so boring too like it, it's just i don't know I, I i don't like how that is going right now yeah i do not yeah, care about trump versus desantis at all. It's, i don't oh, care yeah. i i i actually <laughs> have them, uh both terms muted on my timeline right now on Twitter. <laughs> trump desantis i just don't want to see but it, yeah you know? it's about jazz yeah. it's about what is right to be right, done exactly. for that well no no, no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. if if in the state of florida there is no action that they can take if mm-hmm. a person's on camera saying they wake a person up in the middle of the night and say if you don't stick this in you i will do it and that if they don't do it, you'll wring their neck. If that is not a standard by which law enforcement can right. take any action, well, that's unfortunate, I guess. We should reach out to Christina. I was going to say that'd be fire episode. Could, could you have? They've already. They've. They've. I, I'm pretty sure. I think we've we've both invited both of them many times. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. Good publicity for all. Let's do it.
That would be good, I think. Yeah. yeah well, if well, they really invited, think invited it's an unrealistic times, standard, give them a platform to say why. Yeah, I would love for yeah. them to come in and explain why it is that DeSantis cannot take any action in that regard when this person is saying this. Because I'm not talking about the surgery that happened, you know, five years ago out of state. I'm talking about the video right now showing that this stuff currently happens in South Florida. I think you've got evidence that Jazz is severely depressed. You've got reason to believe that this is the cause of it. The mother on camera saying you are your own worst enemy. It's your fault. I'm like, these are all very clear signs of abuse, which like I think in any other circumstance, they would have law enforcement on. Here, let me read this one. This is from uh, Matthew Roos says the man can be bleeding from the wife attacking him and the police will take him. Right. There's a there's a viral video where they have a guy and a woman walk down the street and the man screams at the woman and, and is pushing her and everyone runs up and shoves him and say, you back off. Then they inverted it and have the woman literally striking the man and everyone laughs at him. Yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. All right, we'll read some more. Robert Betchman says, I'm going to Japan next week for my first work installation as an electrical engineer. Please pray for me or at least wish me luck. P.S. Great job last night. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. I got you. Where are we at? Lunderwear says you should make a high caffeine light roast and call it Focus with Bocus. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and we got people very smart watching this show. Yeah, okay. And KM says, hey, Tim, really enjoyed the Culture War episode today. It was really funny. That was uh, me, Seamus, and Lauren. And here we are again. That was fun. Another show. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun episode. Go watch it. It's a fun YouTube.com slash Timcast. That's right. Went up today. And it's more of just like a loose conversation about a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm -hmm. Very fun. Nathan C. says, the irony is Tim is mad at DeSantis over jazz, but DeSantis is the only governor in office fighting back against transgenderism with real policy. So I didn't come out and say, Ron DeSantis is a bad guy for not doing it. I didn't come out and say, I hate Ron DeSantis. I said, where is Ron DeSantis? This stuff is happening in Florida. And instead of being like, hey, Tim, glad you're concerned. Here's all the things that Ron DeSantis is doing. We'll take these into consideration. And, and, and we'll talk about it. They came out like, well, it's too bad. We don't have a time machine. And then I started having all of these pro DeSantis people started like crapping all over him. Like, dude, I don't think you guys have standards. You know it's, I mean? a, it's a purity test and you failed it. Oh, I don't care, though. <laughs> like, you know, the irony is that I'm mad at DeSantis. When did I say I was mad at DeSantis? I am criticizing the response from his PR team who turned this into something that it probably should not have been. They probably should have responded with Ron DeSantis is doing these things to stop this stuff from happening. And that's all that would have happened. Mm. All, I think I think all I literally tweeted was where is Ron DeSantis, right? Where is Ron DeSantis? This is all happening in Florida because they currently live in South Florida. I think the issue is it's a sore spot because they're not taking action and it makes them look bad to be, mm. you know. But, you know, like I said, look, OK, I concede if that's the kind of stuff that is allowed in Florida then that's what this currently allowed it in Florida. It is a very tough Pass decision socially right now. That's a big part of why I want to I mean, personally, develop further I don't, the conversation. I don't think so. I think like like I mentioned, if you hear a man and a woman yelling and call the police, the police will show up in two seconds without the woman saying anything. And sometimes the cops will even tell the woman it doesn't matter. We're taking the, the husband out because we are concerned. Like there, there are many instances where the woman will answer the door and say, everything's fine. Please leave. And the cops will say no. You know, so like, I don't know if that's entirely the case. It probably depends on where you live. Absolutely. In the United States, 
Women will answer the door and the cops are like, can we have you come out and speak in private? She'll say no. And they will still say, ma'am, you have to come outside because often when women are being battered, they tell the cops to leave. Mm -hmm. So some, often the cops will say, we are not going to leave until we do an interview because there is a uh, probable cause I guess cause I, I listen to a lot of true crime and like the main gripe with the true crime YouTubers is they always say like, oh, the police were called to the residence like eight times and they just walked away and never went in and but even that, did a checkup. And course, that's like always the gripe in all of these like murder. And of course life. that happens too. <laughs> and that's why it's a story about a murder. Right. Yeah. So this the reason why sometimes cops will not take no for an answer. They'll say we have received an emergency call giving us probable cause to enter the home. Mm -hmm. Ma'am, step out of the house and then they'll check her for injury or whatever. Often they'll just say, OK, we're sorry to bother you. Have a nice day. Sometimes they'll say to the guy, we're concerned something's going on. Why don't you leave and come back later? Sometimes it's really bad and they just arrest the guy because the neighbor made the accusation and they're like better to have him spend the night in jail. They're not. These are these are. I guess are, I'm from Canada where it's like all oh, the person's on their ninth probation and they just like assaulted someone yeah. again and <laughs> their that, cops that, won't come. And <laughs> that could be where we're going. But I mean, like they, you actually like, have a low they, credit score if you don't have a criminal record. In yeah. Canada. But so, so here, here's, what, here's what I think. Is it unreasonable of me to say that following those clips? A state police officer would knock on the door and say, can I speak with you in private? Is that unreasonable? Um, the issue is, I don't think it is, but the issue is if that were to happen, the entire national media would go after Ron DeSantis as it appears he's preparing for a presidential run and he doesn't want the heat. I think if Jazz wanted it, it would be completely reasonable for other people to want it for them. They're both That's adults. Easy, so though. I'm like people, sure. people who are being abused by their husband, like women who are being abused by their husbands, stay with them often. Right. It does happen. It does. And what are you going to do? Sometimes the cops will be like, catch I'm him sorry. in the act. You got to catch him in the act. And there are many circumstances stuff. in many jurisdictions where the cops are like, there's nothing we can do because the woman is not speaking up and speaking out about this guy. And then, like you said, the ninth time and then the murder happens. So like there was a Go case. Stockholm um, oh, it was, yeah, it right. was such a sad one. There was Asian university student. I can't remember his name. I wish I could. But his dad had like threatened to kill his mom like a billion oh. times. A lot of people in the chat probably remember this. And then eventually his dad had like made the explicit, I'm going to kill your mom like this week. And he went home and killed his dad before he could. Oh. And oh he gosh. eventually, he actually, the jury let him go the first time. And then they were able to get him on a legal weapon possession charges later and send him to jail for like the rest of his life or whatever. But it, it was like, there were so many explicit threats. The police have been called a million times and they wow. did nothing. I'm nothing. gonna read this one from Josh Berg. We'll do, uh, we'll do one more. The craziest thing Lance said was when he tried to shame you about another person's sensations. Then at the end, he said, I want more freedom, more people and more orgasms. To which I said, that was weird. So, so weird. the left does this thing where, well, well, I'll say this about Lance. He had a lot of canned responses. And like, that's why I asked him, like same thing with Matt Bender. Matt Bender says, you think trans people don't exist. I said, what does that mean? Lance said, you're in favor of forced birth. I'm like, define that. What does that mean? I don't know what you're saying. Because these are just like, I, I heard someone say it, I'm repeating it. And so in, in this circumstance, the left has this rep, rep, repetitious tactic of, why are you talking about someone else's junk? That's weird. And I'm just like, bro, you're not going to shame me. I'm having a conversation about fact things and human development. Well, it's right you, out of rules. You're, like, you're not going to appeal to my shame, like to, to shame, because yeah. like to quote Rick, your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. That was mm. there was a little bit of shame going in both directions when you were like, there is a trans genocide and you're the one that's causing it. But you guys got past it. It was a little it's, moment it's, where no, it was like kind of got weird. Under, but the, uh, you, there's, there's no shame for me because these people hold no esteem in my mind. 
like yeah, people, people who are in favor of uh, of like performing these things on children. I am not going to go. Oh, no. Do they think lowly of me? Oh, geez. The groomers think poorly of me. I'm like, I don't care. These people are evil. I've seen yeah. what makes them cheer. Yeah. So when he's like, isn't that weird? You think that I'm like, bro, you are the guys doing the sex shows and then wanting kids to be present. Well, this like, is you're not you're not shaming me. Oh, this no. is right out of rules for radicals, though. Accuse your opponent of what you're doing. So they've implemented an entire systemic legislative and medical structure that allows for you to mutilate children's genitalia. And then when people say, oh, my gosh, they're mutilating children's genitalia, they go, why are you talking about that? That's so weird that you'd focus on that. Well, it's almost like you've used the full force of all of corporate America and the United States government and many state governments to push for the mutilation of children. And so now people need to talk about it. And uh, to represent Lance a little bit, he did say he didn't like sexual stuff with kids. He was specifying drag with kids, which isn't always sexual. It's a Wrong. nuanced conversation. He, but said, that, he, he said burlesque is always sexual, yeah. but drag isn't when drag is literally burlesque. Burlesque no, for gay men. You yeah. could do non-sexual. I think you can you, do non-sexual okay, drag, personally. Listen, Ian. There are burlesque shows where a portion of it is not overtly sexual. A woman will come out in a dress and dance on stage. Then at some point in the show, she may take off her outer layers. And then it becomes burlesque. And so what he, his point was, which is incorrect, is that because a portion of drag shows don't involve overt, you know, exposure, that therefore sometimes it's not. It's like, well, not all burlesque is either. But furthermore... Drag is often over-sexualized features. A male will come out, he'll have fake breasts and fake hips to sexualize the performance. Otherwise, he would not need to to have those prosthetics to to simulate secondary sexual characteristics. Yeah, yeah. But I, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that Lance is not into sexualizing kids. That was not what he came here to talk about. He didn't intimate that or anything. So the, so the issue is the moral standard from where all of us are, regardless of whether you're conservative, traditional liberal, is drag is a sexualized thing. Certain elements of it are not. Well, sure. But like going to a sex shop, some some things they sell there are unrelated to sex. They might sell like a vitamin pack for energy. And you can say like, well, that's not all sex related. It's like, well, but the reason they're giving you the energy pills is because it's a sex shop. You know what I mean? So you're doing the drag show. It is themed or it is centered around sexuality. LGBTQ stuff is literally a community that has an identity based on sexual characteristics. Introducing that to children is grooming because the purpose of grooming is to introduce the lightest form of something to a child so that you can open the door and then coax them in. So the purpose of these uh, the, 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 the drag story hour drag pedagogy article that James Lindsay often references says get the glitter in the carpet that can never be removed. What they're trying to do is say take the basest the base element of the sex show which is the drag performer themselves and have them do something seemingly innocuous so that parents won't understand what we're doing. But the person they then yeah. write exactly what they're doing mm -hmm. to get glitter in the carpet that can never be removed. And that way the child then says, oh, drag performances are good. And then they go to one. And then what do they see? The sexualized performance. Yeah, you can make the Grooming. argument that it could become a slippery slope. But I, I would think could that would, become if, a I went in, on purpose. if I went in and read stories to kids in my bathing suit, that would be more sexual than if I was in a dress. Well, no, because drag, well, the, the thing uh, about drag is that's their fetish costume and they're wearing their fetish right. costume in front of kids. That's what's, Look, it's, it's open. Drag, the drag is sexualized. It's it, it may not be erotic, right? But it's it's sexualized because like as a man, you know, I, I don't wear a dress because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. Right, like it, it's on the basis of sex. It's not. It's not erotic. It's like it's. But, I'll put it this but, way. Let, let me put it this way. You know a guy, I mean? like it's. It's not porno. A guy walks right. into a bank, armed and with a ski mask on. Did he commit a crime? I think so. Why? 
You're allowed, you're not allowed to wear ski masks in winter? Especially during COVID. It's just, it's just, Armed with it's, a gun walking into a bank you're allowed, it's a constitutional, with a mask? We're, we're in a constitutional carry state in West Virginia. You're allowed I, to carry a gun. I don't and, know. And you can wear ski masks in winter. <laughs> Ian, why are you trying to criminalize an innocent guy who's just cold and, and, and defending himself? And if it was during COVID, you probably had to wear a mask too. Right? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, now, now Ian, maybe now you Ian, can make an argument. You want to arrest an innocent man? Is he brandishing the weapon? I is didn't it, say that. No, of course not. If it's concealed, then I don't no, know. No, people I, should be allowed to go. So, so you get the point. Even though it's legal to wear a mask, dude, I think the even mask though it's thing legal is to bear grooming society, the mask thing is grooming society. Okay, like, let's let's stay on point, so not change the subject. Yeah. My point is this: we recognize that wearing masks legal for the most part. A ski mask in winter, ski masks exist because you're cold and you want to be able to talk and look. And you're allowed to have guns in a constitutional carry state. And we can't assume you're a criminal simply for having these things. But I'll tell you what, if you walk into a bank wearing a ski mask with a gun, don't be surprised if the security guard comes up and says, sir, I'm going to need you to step outside, take the mask off, leave the gun in your car. Your, your, your people are concerned about what your intent, ten, intention may be. And then he goes, oh, you, you're, you're accusing me of being a burglar. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. There's nothing inherently criminal or, or, or bank robbery about wearing a ski mask and bringing a gun into a bank. You're going to be like, dude. Don't try me, right? So when a drag queen, with drag being a burlesque performance, goes up to children and you say, hey, we're kind of concerned about what you're introducing these kids to. If, and they say, oh, oh, now you're, it, 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 no, sorry. If it's burlesque, you can do non-burlesque drag. That's, that's contentious. No. You are right. In the, in the same sense that you can walk into a bank with a ski mask and a gun and you're not intending to rob the yes. place. But no one is going to accept that because we get it. Well, I mean, I don't drag is it's not a gun, a sexualized it's performance, not a weapon. You know, it's it's just wearing a dress. I think, but, but of, so so drag literally is gay burlesque. Mm -hmm. No, burlesque is sexualized drag. And you're wrong, dude. Look up the definitions. Let's we, get yes. over this. It's you can wear a dress and not be sexual. But that's not what drag is. Drag, drag is, is wearing, men wearing sexualized costumes. I don't, it's just and they of even the other remove sex. their clothes on stage for money. That would be stripping. That's what drag no, is. Drag is wearing clothing You're, of the other sex. So when Desmond, that's it. when when that when eleven year old boy whose name I'm not going to say, yeah, that guy was went stripping. on. But they call that drag. Well, they call it child it drag. Became stripping. You, as well. you, you, you start are, off as see, drag, see, and it becomes burlesque. You're trying. You're, you're doing what Lance does and creating a false definition to defend the practice of grooming. Dude, you, Eddie Izzard would wear drag on stage when he would perform. He wasn't doing burlesque. Did 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 he have lipstick on? Yeah, we did the whole. And what's the purpose of lipstick? Dress. I don't know. To like simulate it. ovulation. Did you so know? So you think when a woman comes in here, she's sexualizing children? You think a woman oh, is sexualizing kids? Thank God I didn't kids? wear lipstick today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You think a woman wearing lipstick is sec trying to sexualize kids? There no. are degrees to which we accept certain things. Women at Hooters expose their cleavage and children are allowed in there. But we do say like, okay, if a kid goes in there, we're not going to scream and cry about it. I Maybe, would. I don't think they right, should be there. But, we, but right. Some people say, eh, because there's lines in society. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go. Lipstick emerged, we believe, because when women are ovulating, their lips are, and cheeks are bright red. So women began to simulate these things, right? So when you have a man put on lipstick, wear a dress, shake his hips, and wear fake breasts, that oh, is- Oh, the fake breasts, I agree. That's, and that's, that's what drag is. Well, no, you just wear, I could just wear a dress. That'd be drag. Okay. I don't have to, I'm not talking about- you're, this, this, I think we're uh, defining. There's, there's, I think we're defining it differently too here because all. I mean, I would still take issue with that. But drag queen story hour. It's never just a dude throwing a dress, and I would still be against that. But it's there's a lot more to it. Like Tim's mentioning, there's the fake breasts. There's an additional the, level or, of makeup. Or, or the, the the person who wore the prosthetic uh, uh, breasts and genitals. Mm -hmm. in, yeah, that's in the UK. all sexual. That's, that's I, I but think, they call that drag story hour. Well, they might be so misrepresenting drag. Yeah. 
The clear response here is to bring this individual chocolate and tell them to go home and lay down because they are clearly ovulating. We got to wrap things up. We've gone late. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL, or you can follow me personally at TimCast. Lauren, do you want to shout anything out? Infringed. Damn, going to come out like next week or the week after, at least within the next few weeks. You got to watch it. Going to be on TimCast.com Maybe as well. Tuesday. Tuesday probably Tuesday, makes the most that sense. That sounds like a lit day to watch Infringed. Right on. Oh, at Lauren underscore John? Southern. Follow me. Same thing. Watch Infringed. <laughs> I want I, people to follow you guys on Twitter too. Mm, Give me right. your Twitter. John Dutois, J-O-N-D-U-T-O-I-T. I, I, believe, yeah. I believe it's Lauren Southern on Twitter. If I'm not mistaken, at Lauren underscore Southern. Don't forget the underscore. It's important. Whoever stole the one Shim. without the underscore, screw you. Stole it from you. Um, I so what I want to shout out is the a novena to Saint Joseph. We're on day five of it right now. We're praying that for the working class in this country in this tumultuous economic time, for the unborn, and also for our enemies, people who we very much disagree with and think are doing bad things, that they may see the light. So if y'all want to go over to my my Twitter uh, account, that's one of my most recent tweets has a link to that novena pinned there. I mean, Ian Cross, yeah. Well, I'd like to hear more about that. Maybe next week we can yeah, talk a little bit more to. about that. Uh, Matt Binder, I know you're out there. I love you, man. Hit me up. You, let's do a show together. Someone told me you like my stuff. A uh, fan of yours and a fan of mine. And also, I want to shout out Normal World, which I brought up early in the show. It's uh, Blaze TV is putting it out. It's Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett. I had the opportunity and uh, blessing to do an episode with them. It's up on YouTube now. Normal World, Drugtopia is the name of the episode that I was on. Alex Stein was in it. Great time. Great people. Check it out. And I will catch you later. Uh, I just want to shout out uh, Jeff Garnett. Uh, Callan told me that you were a fan of the show. Um Felt like it was worth doing. Thanks, guys. I'm Scherz.com. Catch me on Twitter. Let's argue. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will see you all with various clips throughout the weekend, and then we'll be back on Monday. Cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.